Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. And now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And the world's darkest black man, Simon. The world's darkest Jew, yes, Simon. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, and then we are going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, you know, I had a pretty good week. Uh, interesting thing happened on Friday, though. I was painting this fence, and uh, there was all these uh, bushes around me that I had to move. Mm-hmm. And as I was moving them, they released some sort of chemical that totally irritated me. They were attacking me. Yeah, plants are trying to kill you. And so it just proved Saladino. Oh, that's that one piece <laughs> was, of anecdotal. It was, it was the proof in the pudding <laughs> that I needed. And these weren't even edible. I'm not usually into anecdotal evidence, you know me, but I'm sold on that. Come on. So uh, that just reinforced it. was just a, a lesson learned that I learned from the podcast. Other than that, I went to Kingston and did a set, and that was fun. Still open. It's a weird thing, you know. How was it? Like the crowd, the show. Uh, there's it was capacity of fifty people spread out. It's just it's just weird because we're in lockdown, going someplace two hours away, and it being open. You know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. Why are you doing that? Well, it's there. He means in Ottawa, he's more at risk. Y- yeah, but you're more safe by just not doing anything. Like wow. it, that logic is so fucking stupid. You're more at risk here than you are there. No, you're more safe just staying in your house and not doing anything than going off to Kingston. I hadn't done anything in so long. I had to do something to feel alive. You would not believe the all the things you have to do. Wear the masks. Stay here. You can't mull around the room when the show is on. Like it's pretty good. Pretty good precautions taken. So I felt fine, and I feel fine now. So it was just good to get out. <laughs> Simon's face. I don't expect to see Kamar here in two weeks. <laughs> what, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? What like, are we doing? Well, this is just what I don't understand. Fake, real, whatever. Six months ago, when shit wasn't even half as bad as it was now, we fucking buttoned down the hatches. But mm-hmm. then things get way worse. And do you think things are worse? I think it's just the same. Well, I mean, okay. If we're going to believe what they're telling us, then yeah. things are worse now. Just because you think they're better, the numbers are saying they're worse. No, but I remember going around when this first started feeling like anxiety everywhere you went. Like if you touching a door frame or going into a corner store and there are people being there being like paranoid. Nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So it's the Except same. Except people's attitudes. Their willy-nilliness. Wow. That's what's changed. Everything's shut down, so not much can happen. <laughs> How was your week, Simon? I well, I other than your concussion, you can see by my face that I they had can't. an well, 
you'll do a close up for them. <laughs> <laughs> I had an accident this morning where I fell and I feel it was concussed. this morning. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm in like a fucking bizarro world. <laughs> like I hit my head and all of a sudden I'm fucking in a different dimension. It is the concussion. <laughs> um, that sucks. I didn't know what happened this morning. That's yeah, too bad. yeah. So I was, uh, I wake up really early, like between uh, three and five, let's say. This morning it was like 3.30. I went out to my studio, had a cigarette. Like I was telling Kamara, I have a cigarette and then right away I have to shit. Like that's just, it's part of the thing, but I can't shit right away inside. It just doesn't work that way. I got to go outside. I got to have you the start cigarette. start the shit out. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. It just it, like gets the bowels yeah, moving yeah. a little bit. Usually I would have my phone with me. I'd run, sorry. Let's back up. I made a path, as you all know, earlier this summer, a beautiful path. So it's very uh, delineated to where I have to go. But my dogs only shit on the path. <coughs> so I know there's shit on the path. I forgot my phone in the studio. I even thought to myself, oh, you should have your phone. Don't worry about it. You'll make it. It's just like 10 feet. And then I missed the step, smashed my face on the chair, cried by myself out in the dark. Did you laugh at all just to... Well, I was lying on the ground just like literally having this moment where I was like, you're such a moron and nobody can see it and there's nobody to feel sorry for you and whatever. And then I went inside and I looked at my face and I was like, holy shit. Because it was really bad. It's like come down a little bit, but it was like all fucked here and then this was all swollen and my back was all fucked. And well, good news is I don't think you're concussed. No, I'm probably not concussed. I've slept since then, so and oh, I woke up. Well, you're not so definitely not supposed to sleep if you're concussed. Oh, listen, but I'm, I've done that three I, times. I'm a risk life, taker, so. buddy. Living on the edge. <coughs> anyway, so yeah, suffice to say. How about that fight? Bizarro world. Your um, week was fine until then. This morning. Yeah, it was okay until then. Yeah. Um, that fight was fucking. I mean, I, ugh, I'm so torn. I hate seeing Khabib win. But then you're like, he is kind of a nice guy, and I don't know. I, but I, I wanted Gaethje to win so much. Just I wanted Gaethje Khabib to win lose. too, but Khabib is all class, and I, I, just, I didn't like him retiring. I that. hate this idea of like um, <laughs> ground and pound just winning the day every time. That's boring to me. I'm sorry. Well, he didn't ground and pound him. This was a submission, straight up. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. But the, the idea is that Khabib, like you could see it, Gaethje hit him with a couple of shots. That's amazing. Khabib realized, oh shit, this guy can hit. I'm just going to, I got to like get on him. And then as soon as Khabib gets on you, it's done. There's no. But is there anyone who you would be like Khabib over if you fought someone? Or is all takers, you're always going against Khabib? Um, just because of ground and pound style or whatever? No, I mean like I kind of wanted him to beat Connor, I think. Just because Connor's such a dick. That's interesting. I like that he's undefeated. So it's a real bar has been set. Mm -hmm. I think he did himself a disservice. Listen, teach their own. Do what you want. It's your life. But like, I think that's a shit move of his mom. He's like in his prime. Whose mom? Khabib's mom. His mom told him to stop fighting. Yeah, she wow. was like, she was like, you shouldn't fight with your without your father here. It's like, listen, he's an old man. He was gonna, he was gonna go before I was out of my prime. It's I don't know. I didn't know any of that, but let's say Khabib invests in a couple of discotheques to go wrong, and he could be back. Maybe. I don't have a problem with Khabib retiring only because he bores me. Well, that's so why. I'm like happy to see the the UFC get more exciting all of a sudden. I'll tell you why it bothers me because in 15 years from now, maybe someone comes along and they have a 30 and 0 record, and we'll always have this like 
ridiculous comparison, whereas the argument will always be made, well, Khabib retired like definitely in his prime, and it didn't look like anyone was going to beat him. Yeah, that's a problem. I'll, and you I'll, said I'll it. I agree with you there. You said it yesterday. The way he fights, he could fight till he's 50. The guy doesn't take damage. He could definitely fight till he's 50. He's lost one round in his career. As long as he stays retired. <laughs> did you did you see Gaethje? What a fucking stand-up guy, though. Eh? Did the you best. see the after the interview? Yeah. Yeah, like the guy, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's such a sportsman, it's crazy. I couldn't believe that the fight ended at five and you guys all just got up and left that quickly. They all started moving. I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. Like I was even yelling at you guys, he's retiring. Everyone's like, yeah, whatever, I'm leaving. I was like, okay. I get it if it's 1.30 in the morning. on a- Yeah, I mean, usually I'm so tired. I was what, fucking, it was three well, o'clock in the afternoon. Figure out. <laughs> so was like, where was it? It was in Abu Dhabi. But they, they still have no crowds there, right? Yeah, no I didn't watch the fight. They don't believe in time there. Steve, That's the Nelk so boys were there. The YouTube stars from Canada. <coughs> so you all know who these Nelk boys are. <coughs> Makes me feel especially on, on old. The, on the peripheral. I was going to say, I know them like... How's your week? Oh, what Half you? Same shit. Uh, I'm definitely like, Chappelle's never, ever coming on this show. Oh, he's definitely never coming on this show, but he's never going on JRE either. I watched no. that uh, David Letterman, actually. I didn't watch it yet. I'm going to. That's but what I was going to say in the post, Joe. It's got interesting moments. I don't like how that show works. I wish it no was... No audience. Uh... There's usually an audience, though, right? No. Well, uh... No, for the Letterman show, but I would prefer if it was just Letterman and... Oh, yeah. So Chappelle. you prefer it was like I, Charlie Rose type. But, well, yeah. or, or like Joe Rogan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I hate that, first of all. But no, I don't like how they'll like... Cut out Cut to... to them walking and talking about the town. Like, I just want to hear you talk to Chappelle. You have Straight him talk. in front of you. Let's do this, you know? And there was moments of that where you were like, holy shit, we're getting like... Like, uh, example, you haven't watched it yet, but... No. Um, David Letterman asks him, so when you quit, what was the joke that made you quit? You know, because it was one joke that yeah, Dave know, yeah. said they were laughing at the wrong thing. And um, Dave gives some like thing that doesn't answer the question. And Letterman's like, yeah, okay, but so what was the joke? And then finally he's like, listen, you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but I want to know what the joke was. And finally Chappelle tells him it was just like, I, I like David Letterman. Yeah, oh, who doesn't like David Letterman? But oh. I, I think seeing that, you see why Chappelle won't go on Rogan. Why? He just, I don't think he wants to talk about himself or be interviewed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like. But then why do the Letterman thing? Like, here's my, he doesn't have to do any press. He has nothing coming out. It's like, why do the Letterman thing? Because it's Letterman. And it's so controlled, Maybe. like when you think of it, because there's so much editing involved. It's editing. It was at. It was done at Chappelle's place. He got to talk about like how involved he was with his own community. That seems to be really big right now, right? Like uh, this isn't disparaging against Chappelle. This is everybody. Um, it, it feels like the only thing you can do if you are like a famous person, I guess, is help out your own community. Well, I think anyone, even if you're not famous, yeah, we just never hear about. Especially it. if you're not famous, <laughs> trying to go on Twitter and change stuff uh, across the world. You, you should just focus on your own community and being a good person there. I think it was a, amazing advice and I think you'll enjoy it. I think I'll enjoy it too. Either way, once I saw it pop up on my Netflix, I was like, he's never, I'm be, I'm not getting what I want in this area, which is fine. You can't always get what you want. Yeah, like, I, I, I felt bad for you or good for you that 
there was something you could watch, but I was like, yeah, I don't think you'll ever do Rogan. Well, that was the other thing. Like, it's at least a half hour long, right? Or 45 minutes? Yeah, something like So that. in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get what I want, but I'm getting something. You'll, and You'll get something for sure. I never thought we would see Kanye on Rogan. So that happened this, fr- this well, Saturday. That was a long saga. Well, that's no, also I'm different. I'm just saying, so Chappelle is not out of the question. Kanye did David Letterman's thing Hold and on. then did Joe. Hold on. I did not want Kanye on. So you see how that works? you're just convinced that the universe is like out to get you. No, 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 no. That would imply that the universe knows who I am, cares about who I am and has it out for me. I think it's, I'm, I'm on a pay no mind list where the universe just does not give two fucks. Well, I've spoken to the universe. He knows who you are. She knows who you are. And, um, I wouldn't count. They your are chickens. out for you. I wouldn't count your chickens out. Jumping ahead to the end though. It's interesting that Kanye was on and we remember when, <laughs> Joe Rogan was saying Kanye would be on, and then he said something about, I had a phone call with him, it's not happening. What happened then? What has changed now? Well, he wasn't running for president then. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Easy answer to the question. I think it definitely has to do with, um, part of me thinks maybe in a way it was like a power thing too. Like it's too alpha male type. Well, no, just hear me out. Like, Kanye probably had a lot of like, we're doing it on my fucking thing. And Joe's like, that's not how this works. This is my show. Like, this is the first time around. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, you can come here between Monday and Friday or Monday and Thursday, whatever he, you know, and we can do this. But I'm not, I'm not going to cowtail. Yeah. Or we're cowtail. Yeah. To you. Like, I'm not doing that. And then I feel like now this time Kanye was just like, like, more like, please, like, I'm in, like, he even tweeted, like, I'm in Calabasas, you know, let's make this happen. Like, the guy doesn't even realize that he moved to Austin. <laughs> Like, first of all, so I don't know. I just, to me, it felt like, uh, I don't think it happened the first time around because like maybe some power shit. Like, well, well, in any event, it was a super surprise because we got the Instagram post from Joe that there was going to be no, he catfished us. Yeah, well, that was. No Joe's this week. Yeah. Jamie's out because his lady friend got him uh, infected. Just, uh, sorry, Kamar, speaking on this power thing for a second, just thinking about it, maybe it was just a huge flex by Kanye Um Joe made all that Spotify money and Kanye just wanted him to know because he said it a bunch of times how he was a billionaire. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, I, I'm just saying maybe this was like just letting him know that he's well, still we'll, not the most important person around. Let's just leave that for the Kanye because we'll get there for sure. Yeah, we'll stick a pin in that. Well, yeah. But I'm with you, Sai. Stick a pin in both of you. Go nuts. Can you aim for my taint? Yeah. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> Um, okay, go ahead, come on. Right on. Okay. Well, no, no, hold on. Let's start. We, we no, you cut him off. We started. We we didn't think we thought we were gonna have an easy week. Oh, with Jamie gone, and what a replacement! Oh, Brian. A blast from well, you the knew that the replacement was gonna be. I didn't. Oh, I figured. Just hold much. on. First of all, I had assumed that other than Kanye, they, they were pre-recorded. <clears throat> that was my assumption. I felt like the McConaughey. Let, let, let's just get into it, and we, we can. Okay, sure. We discussed that we apologies. got catfished by Sorry. Joe saying there was going to be no podcast. So we had a uh, grumpy rocker and two Jesus freaks this week. Start off with Matthew McConaughey, fifteen fifty two, then Maynard James Keenan, fifteen fifty three, and we finished with da 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 fifteen fifty four Yeezy Kanye West, a grumpy rocker and two Jesus freaks. So Do you like think that. his name is actually James Maynard Keenan? Keenan? I think he's a bit of a dork and probably out of that. What do you mean? For what do you, what do you think name. his name is? I told you. I think it's. I think he swapped his. I think James was too like mundane a name for him. 
So he made that his middle name. You know what I mean? Like your name isn't Simon. No. No, we won't go there, but you know what I mean? Mohammed. <laughs> no, but do you see what I'm saying? So, like, I think he pulled one of these power moves where he yeah, decided. Mine wasn't a power move. I I'm had not nothing saying yours to do was. with it. Yeah. Yep, I could see him doing that. Sorry, go I ahead. I would not put it out of the realm of anything. No, I my work here is done. I mean, if nothing else, does that guy seem like he even wants to be on Rogan? Or yeah. wants to do anything? Yeah, like, could could you be more nonplussed about being on the most popular fucking podcast in the world? Well, I, okay, we'll get He's there. in the we'll most popular there. band in the world, so. Pusifier? Tool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's in Tool? Yeah, he's the lead singer of Tool. And I thought that Perfect was the um, guy who was married to Gwen Stefani. I'm sorry, hold on. Which guy? That Blake was Shelton? You think he's... No, the first you are guy. So Gavin Rossdale? No, he's, no, he's Bush X if you're in Canada. Holy shit. Bush, Tool, like, come on. Yeah, one, well, four he, letters. He's got a point there. <laughs> four word. letters don't make any sense, you know? <laughs> sorry. Okay, go ahead, come on. I'm oh, sorry. Well, I thought we were just going to rate the week. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, we'll start with Simon, I guess. How many uh, Jamie? Should we should we do it on Brian's this week? Seeing as there was no Jamie, no. That's mean. Um, I will give this week uh, a two. Yeah, a two. It's a solid two. It's a lot of introspection. I'll give it a three. Three Jamie Vernons. I mean, because I thought I was going to have to listen to nothing this week and was going to just breeze through my fucking week, this should get a 0.5, the lowest possible rating for me. Uh, but I'll give it a four. <laughs> Can't wait to find out where that came from. Yeah. And no, you're not even going to like, there's no rhyme or reason either. <laughs> the setup to that is fucking priceless, man. Because of a whole... 3.5. It deserves a zero, but I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Well, my job is done here. Oh, whatever, man. You'll see. It's All a right. curveball. Never see it coming. All right. So, 1552, uh, Matthew McConaughey. So, we started with Matthew McConaughey, who was a Zoom call. Skype. Skype, Zoom. I, I don't know the difference. Um, well, if you're going to support one corporation, <laughs> might as well oh, do the legacy fair. one. So, he Skyped in, and he's selling a book right off the bat. Two strikes. We're against them, right? But I think this one might have been pre-recorded. I, I feel like that's why he that's not why he was on. As much as I, I'm kind of with you, we don't like when people are there just to sell their shit. I feel like Matthew McConaughey was on to tell Joe not to fuck Texas up. Uh, I can't disagree with you, but he was definitely there to sell a book. He was on Hot Ones this week. The only reason I'll disagree with you is also on Marin this week. So he's definitely making the rounds to sell the book. So Maybe he's rounds. telling everyone not to fuck with Texas. Like, if if Marin, if you're thinking of moving to Texas, don't. No, no, he warned Marin. He's like, it's terrible. Rogan hates it. He's already leaving. There's trash and homeless people everywhere. There's I wouldn't even bother. All right, all right, Obama all right, all was here right. last week. Said it was shit. Um, I I mean, I like this one. A, I didn't see it coming. Uh, B, it was different than I thought it would be. The one thing I thought is, you know, when Joe always says, I meet some actors that are just so into themselves, and I always thought in my head he was referencing Matthew McConaughey. Really? That was specifically who you... That was one of the person I thought, but seeing this, he's never met him before this day, so... Well, they'd spoken on the phone. But they've never been in person. I'm yeah. assuming he has run into actor types 
in LA and uh, they rub him the wrong way or just find some vapid or whatever. And I always thought in my head it might be Matthew McConaughey, but apparently it's not. Huh. He's here to sell his book, Greenlight. It dawned on me. I can't, I, I mean, I guess I, I can believe it never came up, but like Matthew McConaughey has arguably um, like the most taboo Me Too line in a film ever. Like super popular line. Well, he had a taboo line. They keep getting older and I keep staying the same age. No, I think no, he keeps they- getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting older. They keep staying But at least same. someone probably wrote that for him unless he ad-libbed it. <laughs> but in this podcast, he had the most taboo line I ever thought. Which was? Asking for permission. In regards to what? When he talked about what he, he, he was talking about in his book, he was like, um, have a little me time to yourself. Just check in with yourself in the morning. Uh, set your frequency. Got have a sense of humor. And they said, ask your permission. And you could construe that he was talking about with women or whatever, but I, he wasn't talking about that permission to make a movie or act some way or whatever. I think you read into that a little more. I don't of know. Cor- much of, he's cor- of course about. I did. It, it, it was the, the tenets of his book, though. His tools for success, right? You don't remember? I'm saying asking for permission. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that. I just didn't. I, the, I, not, nothing about Who it to me. Who does he ask to permission for it? God? No, he's like, you ask yourself for permission, man. You gotta just, just go in there and ask permission. I didn't, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that um, Dazed and Confused was his first movie. I, I always in my head was like he was already a movie star at that point, and that was like a cameo for him. But like that small little role propelled him to then be able to do the um, Pelican Brief or whatever the fuck his time John to Grisham, kill. Time to kill, thank you. And I th- think it was a situation like Harrison Ford. Well, hold on, though. What Simon just said is when he was like, A Time to Kill was my first big film. I was That's when I was like, hold the fuck up. I was like, that was the movie that propelled you to like stardom. Well, I don't. That, that was his the first time he was the main star in a movie. I guess up until that point, he had only sure. Done... I just don't. It seems crazy to me. Like I remember, maybe again, that's how your memory works. But then. I guess that's like Brad Pitt. Let's say small role in Thelma and Louise. So what do we all oh, think? Yeah, that's what made yeah, him yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, like. So what do you all? So what do you think was Brad Pitt's first like major film then, where he was the lead? Brad Pitt's first major film when he was the lead was uh so maybe California? like a river runs through it or like um uh something around that time ish Are you on IMDb Kamar? Calif- California that's where he plays the serial killer. Well, I don't think that's that's too late. But I late. would have thought that one he would have had to been famous already. Seven to, years in Tibet? No, that's later. Seven? Too. That's way later. Oh, seven's way. He's already well established well famous, by that. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Okay, what is it, Kamar? I don't think either of us are even close. He's got a lot of oh, credits. I imagine he does. Well, don't you just go right to the beginning? <coughs> it's not always that easy. They don't make it that simple. Matt, it's that easy. Sorry, Simon. Good old looking Brad Pitt. And I got to put Matthew McConaughey in the same boat as him as a really good looking guy. Oh, Matthew McConaughey is a very good looking man. Don't get me started. Right, Matt? Oh, he's great looking. 
What's uh what's <laughs> super interesting about Matthew McConaughey is I had like the opposite journey of him, whereas I went to acting school and would like got there and was like, Oh, I'm not an actor. I don't want to be doing this at all. Whereas he went on the film side and was like, I don't want to be behind the camera, I'm too beautiful. I should be in front. Yeah, I think it's California with a K in nineteen ninety-three. That was where he played a real like Yeah, that was a skeezy. Yeah. What was his name in that movie? Early. Early Grace. And Thelma Louise was nineteen ninety one. He was just a hot bod. Did he have a threesome with them or did only one of them hook up with him? I think only one of them hooked up with him, but I really I don't even know if I watched that movie. Uh, River runs through it. Do you remember that one? He said that one. That's, that's the one Simon picked as his first film. When was that? That was uh, the year before in a movie called Contact. It was a short movie. A year before what? 1992. Mark? A year before California the King. 1992. So, <laughs> so I guess Simon wins. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that movie though. I remember California the King. <laughs> We're just asking our own opinion. What, dude? Do I have a concussion? What is going on here? Don't worry about it. I've been painting with chemicals. You. <laughs> And True Romance came out the same year. Interview the Vampire in 1994. That was, that was a huge one for him. Legends of the Fall 1994. Seven 1995. God, oh. he was in great movies. Twelve Monkeys 1995. Oh, fuck. But that, he did. He wasn't a lead in Twelve Monkeys. Uh, no, Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis was, was the, the lead. lead. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I would maybe say I would California maybe say Interview with a Vampire was probably like his breakout. Agreed. That was the one that made him famous. Famous. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with your first pick. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, when yeah. I think when I think about what really probably made Brad. Pitt, we just watched that the other day. Yeah, holds up. Great movie. Mm. Really good. But it technically is a river runs through it. Interesting. There you go. Good call, Sai. Thanks, man. Um, the ball. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, he also made it seem not only like, um, like it was his first role, but he also made it seem like. Like he had maybe one or two lines and that he was just like so good at the role in, in Dazed and Confused Days that Confused. they just gave him more. Or maybe he did ad lib. Well, he said he just went out west and got the two parts. He, like he said, I, I don't know about this struggle thing. Like, I mean, listen, some people went after something and got hit success. See, you, if you were an actor, would be so bitter at that. That's like someone being oh. in comedy for like a year. And just hitting it big. That is not paying your dues. Yeah. If I had his body and looks, yeah, I would. (laughs) I can give him a lot of reasons why he succeeded. Yeah, for sure. I mean, give him credit, though, because I don't think anyone ever would have in the early years been like, this guy's going to win an Oscar. No, fair enough. But just to Kamar's point about the ridiculously good looking uh, part of this, like that's such a huge... Advantage, advantage, yeah. in, especially in Hollywood. I mean, in everything. Yeah, uh, good-looking people just have it easier, mm-hmm. and especially in Hollywood. Like, look, there are so few people that make it. Right there, you know, if there are a thousand jobs to go around, nine hundred of those jobs are for good-looking people. Yep, and, and not just good-looking people, but like the cream of the crop when it comes to good-looking people. I'll say this though: once the two thousands hit, Hollywood took a little shift where. Obviously, the beautiful people still get 85% of the roles, but I think if you are a weird, like quirky looking person who has any comedic talent at all, like you, you can get in as well. But those are like the two avenues. I totally agree. But you're talking about like narrowing it by 5%. That's what I said. Yeah. You're not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying that it's now, at least they opened it up a bit. Whereas in the 80s, like you actually know the 80s had some fucking ugly people now that I think about it. Molly Ringwald should not have been famous. 
Mm, but she, she was, was that dorky actor. ginger. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, there's, you know, like. And the gingers, they're the, their own fucking. What do you think of Michael Anthony Hall? Like, he's, he was my favorite kid actor. As they were talking Which about one this. Was Which one was he, Michael Anthony Hall? He was the dork and everything. In, yeah, yeah, uh, but. It, it, oh, he was. Science, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. He was good, but I mean, I never, like, he was never the one I. I'm a Michael Hall guy, you know? He was funny in the movies he was in. Well, no, I, I don't think I ever felt cool when I was young, so I related more to the dorky geek Like, you whatever. didn't like, like, Judd uh, Nelson or whatever? No, 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 he was an asshole. I mean, he was, he, was mean the, he was the cool guy. He was he was the cool guy. When I, I was... I didn't like Emilio Estevez, the jock. My parents uh, bought me, like, a Betamax when I was young, and I had a black and white TV, and I had uh, all the Revenge of the Nerds on hum- Beta. Humble and- brag. What was that? Oh, I don't know. Was it really black and white TV no, and a beta? Yeah, I was going to say. The most unhumble yeah, brag the fuck ever. out of here, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember watching Revenge of the Nerds like over and over again. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, but like the nerds to me, I remember being like somehow. More like, relatable. No, I didn't find them oh, relatable. No. Oh. I just found it like super funny to me. Like growing up, I remember I found that shit like just hilarious. I always felt like a nerd. But not in the... Um intelligent book smart way because it, it wasn't like it was shining through my marks i just yeah i felt like an outcast. always felt dark even i mean i felt a like nerd. a nerd too i i didn't think i was like a cool guy i i'm just saying um when you watch one of those movies i think you just want to be like the cooler person even though you relate to the nerd well, I mean, in Revenge not, of the Nerds, the nerds came out on top. So you, you're not walking around with like a team dork T-shirt on. You're walking around with a team cool guy T-shirt on. You know. I always just remember idolizing cooler kids in school, and trying to yeah you, do stupid stuff like get a haircut or whatever. You didn't idolize the dorks. In no, but in movies and media, I idolize them. There's a place for me. I I'm not mm. alone. Okay. I always wanted to be cooler than I was. I think, but um, they were talking about uh, child actors and stuff. I think Justin Bieber's made it out all right. I thought he was going to be dead by now, just as an aside. I think it's way too early to say that he's made it out of anything yet. Wow, I mean, if we look at Corey Haim or Corey Feldman, like... I'll say this. I I know a gentleman I knew at West um, grew up with Justin Bieber. He used to babysit him. Like he was from uh, Stratford or what's what? Where's he from in Ontario? Stra- yeah, Sounds Stratford. Right, yeah. Um, I didn't even believe the guy, and he until he pulled up his like personal Facebook account under like an alias, mm-hmm. which he wouldn't show me. But he was like, "Look, this is I, I literally know," and he was like, "His dad is one of the biggest douchebags on the face of the fucking earth." So there was a chance that Justin Bieber was going to end up being a fucking d bag regardless. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I don't know. Like I, I think he went through a crazy time when he was egging his neighbors and stuff. But, like, he's so young, and they were just talking about he's bigger than Jodie Foster, all the people they reference as child stars who... Oh, he has so much cash. And uh, access, and we love you, we love you. But I, And I remember he was a punchline for a while, like, so annoying. And uh, I mean, I'm not singing his praise, but uh, he is Canadian, and he's turned out all right, I think. Well, don't you think actors. like Drake has turned out better than Justin Bieber, and he was a child actor? I think touche. And Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber wasn't way a, bigger than Justin Drake. Bieber. Bieber, Bieber wasn't a child actor. He was simply a singer who was found on the internet. But you think acting is different than yeah? I think music. it's way different. 
In okay, death. but hold on. Let's say what? Okay, let's back the fuck up a little bit here. To say Drake was a child actor, he was on Degrassi, a Canadian show. That's the only acting credit he has to his name, right? Is wheelchair Jimmy? Yeah. So what an amazing. Fucking <laughs> okay, my, I'm just. Piece of I'm just saying. Cinema. Like, let's back. It's not as if like he has like you know a big repertoire of of acting gigs. He did. He had the one and he got big in his twenties. Who Drake? We're talking Drake. about. Yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber got big at 14. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Fine. But Justin Bieber is not a child actor. He's a child star. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see what the difference is acting and... I I think there's a difference between being like part of, let's say, the Mickey Mouse Club, which is like a pedophile factory. Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears. Now that's a child. That's What's a child star who the did other not one, well. the Canadian there. I actually have so Gosling. <clears throat> Gosling. But he's all right. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. Look at all these like. Um, what we're know, talking CIA about is operatives is they put out. <laughs> child stars that did not can make I just, it out. Can I say though to your to your <clears throat> the difference between so Simon, let's say you're a child actor and you become famous, there's a chance that your parents um, are good people who, like, shelter you. No, I got one. Thank you. Um, so, like, you're in movies and stuff, but you still go to, like, a regular school. You're away from Some Hollywood. Some sort of normalcy. Sure. So, like, you're making money, but you're not in the Hollywood eye. You're not. Whereas Justin Bieber, like, there's something about a child of 14 performing in front of, like, 50,000 people that can't not fuck you up. And, and there's no normalcy. That's what I'm saying. That, I, sorry. I was just going to say, let's look at child actors that did not make it out, like Lindsay Lohan. Fucked up. Britney Spears. Fucked up. I'm trying to think of a Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Britney but again, Spears, but hold on. not an actress. Christina Aguilera. Superstar. Christina Aguilera on the same token. She's made it out all right. She seems like she's, you know. And Gosling, I think he's made it out. Ryan Gosling, Justin fine. Bieber. But I mean, I, Simon obviously thinks Ryan Gosling has a couple kids in his attic or something like that. There's a difference between a singer and an actor. <clears throat> But I think that's what I'm saying is I think for singers, it's a lot more difficult because performing in front of that many people night after night has to, your ego has to take it. Like for some reason, I feel like the singers have more control over their own life than the actors do. Does that make sense? Like, no, you have your manager mm -hmm. as a singer, your parent and they're controlling things. But when you bring like the movies into it, you have those people plus now the directors and the producers and the Harvey Weinstein's and the, you know? I think it's the same in the music industry. I think one of the things too is the like, the adoration when it goes away. Like Todd Bridges, I don't know if you guys remember him from Different Strokes. Yeah. He did not end up well. Gary Coleman sort of turned into a freak show. Um, Danny Bonaducci went crazy. Like, the Osmonds, like there's people that get it and then it goes away. Polly Shore talks about it openly. The kid from Silver Spoons makes it out all right. Hey, we, Schroeder, yeah. we never talked about it. Have you not watched any of the Comedy Store? Um, no. Documentary. It is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I, my, have, have you been watching? it? I have been. I'm up today. We, yeah. Let's let's uh, wrap up another post show, man. Sure. Oh, I was gonna. Yeah. Oh, just wait till I'm. I'm waiting until it's all out, and then I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, in like I. One sitting. I wanted to do that, but it's really good, and I've been like on the edge of my seat waiting for the next one to come out. No, yeah, I'm gonna. No, the wait. Jim Carrey one was fascinating. I found them all fascinating. I, I find it really weird that we're what four episodes in now, and it's you've only four seen episodes. Joe Rogan like once. It's only four episodes. <laughs> no, no, 
Are you really? sure? I think it's only four episodes or five, maybe. Well, Apparently, he's in a big round table at the end. They definitely have to have a whole part that's like Joe Rogan bringing it back to life. Well, it would be not well done if it is. I almost get the feeling that Mike bet Mike Render. Render, Render. Who is, he's the guy who's like the narrator for it. Okay. He was a young comic from the comedy store. I didn't even know he existed, but when you look back on all like the old pictures of Mitzi, he's there, you know? He used to like watch Polly Shore and shit. Anyways, I wonder if he like and Rogan aren't tight and that's why he just hasn't been in the because even the beginning when they're rolling they show comics, like uh maybe ten comics in the snapshots at the beginning. And if you're just looking at it like who they show first. You know, uh, Burt Kreischer is like number three, and Joe Rogan is like number nine. It's just, I don't know. Who knows? Well, yeah, who I knows? Mean, who no, knows? but he's helped out the comedy store, I'm maybe, sure, before they started doing this. Maybe I'm totally reading into this. What was crazy is, remember, the we'll, we'll stop go, talking about because Matt figure, has to see it, but yeah. they talk about the one guy who's like, who's the funniest guy? And they all say this, Tommy Witherspoon or whatever, the, the white guy, which you, he, you remember from bit parts and shows and yep, stuff. He didn't yep. even realize he was a stand-up comedian. Yep. And just so strange that everyone's like, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then you don't even think of him as there, anything. Again, we won't talk anymore because Matt hasn't seen it. But, there but is, we're about to. Yeah, there is one really interesting part in it when... In this last episode, when they're talking about um, who's the black comedian there, Damon Wayans. No, no, he's hilarious. Jimmy Walker. No, the guy who goes on for too long. Oh fuck, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. So, because you know, there's a time at the comedy store that's like notorious for yeah, the gangs. Colin Quinn talked about it. Oh no, no, I was oh. gonna say for um, guys would just go on and do three hours because they were pricks, dice, okay. and you know, like, it was like a power thing. And uh, Rinder's talking to Eddie Griffin about it, and he's like. Because I guess this guy, Rinder, hadn't been there for a long time. And he's like, why would you guys do that? You know? And he was like, you, you could just see Eddie Griffin like, like, you don't get it. I'm Eddie Griffin. Oh, the, no. There was no, yeah, was, maybe I should have done that. It was really gross. Man. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, but it was weird. Apparently there was a period, I know a lot of guys talk about Dane Cook. Like, it was just, someone did it to me. I'm doing it to you. Yeah, this is yeah. the way it works. What a terrible culture, man. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Uh, so Matthew talked about his uh, exercise and making your problems or issues linearly. Was it literally or uh, linearly? Lin what did he say? Laterally, uh, instead of everything. Yeah, I kind of like that advice. I, I told like nothing to do with working out, but just a way to look at your problems. But he was just saying that that stress, as Joe has said before, but having it all laid out. Because like he said, he didn't go through the struggle. So you sort of go in going, well, what do you know what you're talking about? But Are you still working out? I think it's product advice. Not as much painting has fucked me up. I really have to do it like in the morning or something because I'm just shot at the end. And generally I do a workout. One interesting thing he talked about was uh, corporal punishment, as in spanking your kid or whatever is effective. Or he thought it worked. Do you think like we've just, that'll never happen? Like you've never spanked your. I have absolutely spanked my. Kids. So yeah, I mean not like uh, corporal punishment type of. Well, thing. no, that, that's <laughs> that's the word they use, but I I think it was just a hiding, maybe a belt or or whatever. I don't know if you used a weapon, but no, I certainly did not use a weapon. And I, Simon I, seems like a switch user for sure. Anyways, I just think that's weird. Like, um, there are times where. 
you know what? I'm not doing this. That's fair. <laughs> I I don't have a kid, but I, I, I could see being so angry. It's you... not an angry thing. It wasn't. Uh, it's uh, no other way to teach a lesson. Sometimes if you don't know that something's wrong, it, you're just going to repeat that same behavior. So it's a good association. Again, I don't think it was. Uh, first of all. You know, we're done. We're done. We're done here. I mean, science has proven <laughs> that it doesn't work. In any event, it worked for Matthew McConaughey, and it sounds like his family was really like white picket fence. Everyone eats dinner. Like he had a really good, solid upbringing. I can certainly remember the times in my childhood where I did something that was so bad that it provoked a certain uh, reaction from my parents. Y- you know what I mean? Like those things still stick with me. Forty-three years old. The trauma. So, it's not trauma. It's just that association of yeah, something but, that was really bad and there was a repercussion to it. Sure, but there's better ways of... I mean, that that might you might say, yeah, that works, but there's better ways of reinforcing those lessons. Maybe. Do you feel like you ever hashed that out with your parents? Like, you did this to me and it really bummed me out or whatever? No, it didn't bum me out. <laughs> okay, well, I have a friend who's dealing with that right now and it's an issue for him. Asking for a friend. Well, was he beaten by his parents? roughed up whatever there was just yeah. abuse i didn't beat my child or abuse my child no i, w- I was talking about you and my parents, parents didn't beat or oh they didn't me. oh i thought you were talking about being spanked yeah that's a that is not abuse today it is it's not <laughs> are, are we saying it's not abuse i'm saying it's not abuse what are you saying Matt? uh i mean i was spanked as a kid i'm saying i was spanked as a abuse kid is like you know being a Abused by your parents, neglected, whatever, or or like legitimately roughed up. A, a drunk I mean? dad who puts cigarettes out on you. Every Judd night Nelson. you get spanked or whatever. When you're not doing something wrong, you get beat. I don't. I, don't I think the experts categorize it as abuse. Anything where you like, they do. He's right. Strange thing, Luis J. Gomez is against it 100. No, is. Even though he'll fight anyone on the street at any time. <laughs> he'll <just> scream <laughs> at an like Uber ready. driver, but he's, he's adamant about peaceful parenting. But I think he had a really rough childhood and this sort of that thing where you don't want to. But I think that's his point is he's like, I'm a fucking loose cannon maniac. Not going to make the same mistakes. Yeah. Again, I'm saying science has, you know, if you read studies on it, they all say that any form of corporal punishment as a kid is terrible for your psyche. I mean, again, Simon, you could just argue then... <clears throat> Like, let's take this as an example. Matthew McConaughey also says, he's like, you know, I wouldn't give up any of the bad shit that happened to me ever. And we all hear that. Everyone says that always because you're alive. Uh, There are people that haven't made it through bad shit that obviously if they were, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so it's easy to say like, oh, I I would never have given it up. But at the same time, you sit there and you're like, but I would never want my kids to go through that. Right? I mean, I think it's good for everybody to go through some stuff. Of course, but there's a lot of bad things that have happened in your life that you're like, I would absolutely never want my son to have to go through this. Yes. And that's my point is it's the same reason that you don't, that like you see it in nature all the time. There's animals that just have kids and then they're like later and you, you let nature solve it. That's it. Either if, if the kid's strong enough to walk away and figure it all out, then that kid survives. And if not, that kid is fucked. Let me give you an example, Matt. In... Um parenting handbooks let's say Mm -hmm. 
they would tell you that if you're in a store, let's say, and your child is having like a temper tantrum, mm-hmm. that you are supposed to sit there and calmly talk that to, that, to that child and explain to them why a temper tantrum is wrong. And mm-hmm. like in theory, that makes sense. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that's just not real life. And I'm not saying that you should beat the shit out of your child. I'm saying you should just remove your child from said store. That. Fair enough. But that's not what they tell you to do. So like, and just, you know, again, I'm not advocating that anybody beats their children. Just this idea that like. I wasn't saying that you were. Anyways. Well, you were the one that's, you're the one that seems very sensitive about this topic and doesn't really want to talk about it. So why don't we just move on? Just because I'm the only one who has a kid. So it's not fair. You guys can't actually say what you do or don't do, you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then he started talking about the uh, weight loss for Dallas Buyers Club. And he was like, oh, there's no problem. Da, 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 da. And he goes through um, how easy it was. And then it is like, ah, oh, I'm still recovering from it. Uh, did you feel like you had a disconnect there? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like, wow. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I think this guy had a disconnect from a lot. I just, I, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff where he said something and then would contradict it slightly after that. I felt. Yeah. Well, well but this was the biggest one. Like he was, he, I, I thought he was going to say that was hell. That was hell on earth to lose that weight and walk around. But he was like, it was a breeze snap to it. But keep in mind, he also then said he packed on a ton of weight for another movie. And then like, he didn't mention that losing that weight was hard at all either. So, yeah, I, but he was saying at this point, I'm still recovering from Dallas buyers club. Yeah. All that stuff aside. I, I, have you seen his Instagram when he started doing Instagram? No. He was like, Hey, Instagram. Just check it in with you so you can check it with me. So we can check in with you. Like it was really Gene Boomin was like, this guy's out to lunch. This made him a little more grounded. I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. Really? Yeah. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's good. Well, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. So that's always very interesting. And it's an insight into how they fucked up uh, AIDS medication. And it's definitely interesting. And uh, didn't Jared Leto win for that too? I don't think they both won. Google it. I know he won. Jared Leto was incredible in it either way. He might have won. I found there was a huge disconnect between um, Matthew McConaughey and reality. And I see it a lot with um, famous people. And they don't, like they, even the ones who think they're like grounded in reality can't even see the fucking disconnect of being so rich. Well, let's just, let's just maybe end this with he's, he's starting a cult. Matthew McConaughey. For lack of better words, well, yeah. it seems like a lot of people are. Kanye, Matthew McConaughey, Joe, like, there's a lot of cults going on. Well, we'll get to Kanye and his cult-like shit, but it definitely felt like whatever Matthew McConaughey was talking about at the end was kind of cult-like. And he was talking about Chinese social credits, basically. When he was like, it's not like that. It's like, well, we're all around Austin. We're all just patrolling each other. You know what I mean? If someone messes up, we just kind of keep them in check. It's just yes. something like that. He did win. Oh, they both won? So, yeah. So it was, a, it was a tour de force of acting performances. And did the movie win? I don't think Dallas Buyers Club won the Oscar. Did you notice that Matthew McConaughey every once in a while has like a, the gopher from Winnie the Pooh or the pedophile from Family Guy? Like a, a little lisp. Just every once in a while. Not a lisp. It's like a, yeah, the syllabine lisp. 
No, I didn't notice. His voice is fucking amazing, though. Oh, that's something you can't take away from the guy. That's he's, why Lincoln got him to do those beautiful, ads. Beautiful, and he has a fucking amazing voice. You ever driven in a Lincoln? Yeah. Love the car. It did not win. But uh, what now, won? What won? That year? Yeah. Well, you got to give us the fucking winner that year. What year was it? I'll see if I can pick it out. Uh, came out in uh, 2013. Oh, tough. Best picture in 2013. Simon, you want to take a gander? Jesus, I don't know, man. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. No idea. I think it was Moonlight. My wife watched um, Parasite the other day, and I kind of flitted in and out. Is that what it's called? Parasite? It's an incredible movie. And I flitted in and out. I mean... I guess. But you didn't watch the I didn't movie. I watch the whole movie. I, I got the gist of it. Though. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. My wife filled me in every no, time no, no, I that, came back. That's not how you, in, that's oh, not no, how you, you take in a movie. You have to watch all of Parasite. Oh, but you can't. Subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah. Like, so so you guessed problem. what won Best Picture that year? No, you said Moonlight. We I didn't uh, that's even have what, a guess. No, no, that was my guess. I was oh. looking up. I can't, I can't remember... I, I mean, I know I was, I'll say two billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, but I know that's not it. Three billboards? Three billboards. No, because that year well, it was that a. That was just a couple of years ago. And even then, that was the Shape of Water one that year. The answer? Please. Argo. Oh, Argo, fuck yourself. That one, best picture over Dallas Buyers Club. Mm-hmm. Weird. Two true stories. Mm-hmm. But since we're here, we're skirting around it. We might as well do it. It's the movie game, Dallas Buyers Dallas Club. Buyers Club. Well, but we know the year now. You got to pick a different one. Oh, I fucked up. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I had yeah, something yeah. else lined pick up. Pick a different Matthew McConaughey movie. All dazed and confused. No, obviously. the one he got famous for there. Um, Time to kill. Time to kill. Yes, I killed him, and I think they should burn to hell. I don't know if he could, if that, it was all. Um, I used to be a huge John Grisham fan. Samuel Jackson. Yes. Yep. Watched all those movies, liked them a lot. The one with um, Pelican Brief. Susan Sarandon was in one, wasn't she? Uh, the one with Matt Damon, Rainmaker. Didn't Matthew McConaughey? John Grisham was. Didn't in, Matthew McConaughey do two? Yeah, John Grisham was on a fucking tear in the nineties with bestsellers. John Grisham was on a tear. Uh, Michael Crichton was on a tear. He was one of my faves too. Mm-hmm. Michael Crichton loved writing about theme parks. Loved. Michael Crichton was like a, a huge um, futurist. Nobody gives him credit for that. But when you look at like, why Michael Crichton did Westworld? Yeah. That's amazing. It's the movie game. I'm almost certain. There's one he does called Micro. Head to head. I don't know if where they get shrunk down. It's fucking awesome. The budget and the box office. He did Congo. We're doing Time to Kill. Which was the. Yeah, yeah, uh, where they went to the 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 monkeys. The awesome monkey one. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get into Clive Cussler? No. He had some That's really a good spy ones. Spy one, right? No, oh, no more underwater uh, exploration. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I googling, Simon? Michael Crichton. Hold on, I got it. Matthew McConaughey played in Sahara, and it was it wasn't good. Sahara. Sahara. Who did that? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but why are you telling me that? It was based on a Clive Cussler book. Oh, I see. Gotcha. And it just wasn't. You know when uh, what you imagine the characters like, and then the actor plays it either sinks in better than you imagine. I always remember when we were kids talking about who would make the best Spider-Man before any of the new Spider-Mans came out, knowing that it was coming down the pipe like 10 years. You know who I definitely wouldn't have guessed? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. The thing is, you have to have a Peter Parker. He's got to be a clean cut uh, apple pie Mm -hmm. kid. Mm -hmm. So I I, I thought, I I think he did a, a fine job. Macaulay Culkin. 
Macaulay Culkin, no. No, no. Yeah, no, should have no, been him. No, 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 no. Why? They could have rebranded him completely. He could have hit the gym. He could have done this. No, in they the would have. Spider-Man no, mask. they would have gotten rid of that completely. They would have rebranded him. He would have been fucking. Something like you else. know, it couldn't be a Patrick Swayze or something. No, he's too fucking old. Tom Cruise, I was, I was thinking, but too big. So yeah, this week it's that time to kill, based on the book by John Grisham, starring Sandra Bullock, Samuel Jackson, Matthew McConaughey, Kevin Spacey, Brenda Fricker, Oliver Platt. Charles S. Dutton, Ashley Judd, Patrick McGuhan, and Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. That was packed. Wow. That's a star-studded cast. Great book, great cast. So can we, can we start with a year? I already have it written this down. This is the year I that broke well. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I have 94. I have 92. 1996. Jesus. So now that I'm off on that. But yeah, I mean, there is a disconnect. But like you said, he's, he's better off than he... Could have been, and obviously he's very religious. What What do you guys think? Uh, Matthew McConaughey votes at the polls. Well, Republican, obviously. obviously. What do you think he's yeah. worth? Oh, we'll do that right after this. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so are you ready there, Matty? No, almost, almost. I'm almost ready. He's almost ready. I'm ready. Come on. Oh, I know you are. Now I'm ready. Okay, you go first. Um. All right, I said it cost thirty-eight point four million to make, and that it made one hundred and sixty-nine point three million. And I said it cost twenty-seven to make, and it made ninety-seven. We have a fucking winner. We have a goddamn winner here. Forty million dollar budget, one hundred and fifty-two million dollar box office. Wow! Like he might he he looked this up. He did. This is five D chess. I swear to wow, God. That was, wow, that's that feels pretty good. good. That was spot on. I wish he'd got the year. Nice work. Thanks, man. And I thought I thought for sure you were going Simon. You were staring Simon yeah, in the eyes I when know, you were that saying was a it. Real shit. I move. was like, oh man, Simon. Real shit move. <laughs> um, and how much Matthew McConaughey is worth? Yeah, I guess that. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say a, I'm gonna say a cool thirty-seven million. And I think he's worth more than that. I think he's worth uh, fifty-eight million. You're both wrong. He's worth hundred forty million. Oh, good for you, Matt. He's done well for himself. So yeah, so basically there's this disconnect with losing the uh, role or losing the weight for the role, but I, I like that sort of talk. And then the rest of the podcast was talking about Austin. Mm-hmm. Did it make you have to go to Austin? Uh, before this, did you ever think about going to Austin? Did it make you not care about going to Austin? Well, first of all, I would like to visit all 50 states. That's a goal of mine. I want to drive the states in an rv that's the yeah did you know rvs don't uh or are rather rvs retain value i did not know that like if you buy a car it, it just gets it depreciates worse worse after every year yeah. not rvs interesting my parents are buying an rv so that's it's becoming more of a reality a friend of mine works for an uh airbnb company mm-hmm. but it's for rvs for rvs yeah. called rvz <laughs> that's funny um and parents well, quite lucrative but yeah i always want to go to texas I think Texas would be fucking sweet. I, I think when I was a kid, I want to go to Dallas for some reason. I think because the TV show and the Cowboys. I definitely want to go to Texas. I find out that there is like tons of ancient civilization stuff in Texas. Oh, there There's you go. this thing called the Texas Wall, which is this giant fucking megalithic wall. It's a long drive to Texas, Simon. Well, I told you I want to drive through the states going to all the ancient sites. But you can't smoke weed there. 
Yeah, that's a problem. It's an issue. Yeah, but see, keep in mind, what you would do, Simon, or what we would do is we would drive to Vancouver, and then we would drive down through the legal states to Texas, pretty much. Yeah, so I would be well-equipped. He's just worried about, like, once you're in Texas, if you get caught smoking weed, you're fucked. Yes, that's very true. There's nothing Just pointing it out. I'm yeah. sure if you're paranoid. Maybe what I do is like a day trip in to check out the sites and then and right back, back to safe ground to like I don't know what's beside Texas, but I assume that's where Joe gets his weed from. Listen, the race war is coming, so they're going to have to legalize weed before that. That's all I know. Do you guys remember Austin City Limits? Yeah. It was on PBS. Always oh, amazing mm-hmm. uh, performances. Yeah. What is Austin City Limits? It was just like a lie. Well, I think it was done by, during South by Southwest. Wasn't it? I, I think it predates South by Southwest. Oh, no, but I think it then you. amalgamated with it. Did it not? Maybe not. No, okay. it, was, it was on PBS live performances. Yeah. Really good. If there are, if we're talking about places in the States, I would want to go to like party, like for festivals or whatever. Austin would be one of them. I had yeah. a chance to go. Ghetto Socks was performing at South by Southwest years ago. And he was like, if you want to just come, he's like, I'm not going to pay you. But if you want to come and like just hang out or whatever. I couldn't do it though. But too I broke. I felt uh, I felt it was too much Austin talk. Yeah, it got boring. It got it got sure. it got a little ridiculous, and I remember sort of fading out because I was painting or whatever. And I was, is he still fucking talking about Austin? And it just gets so like pious, you know what I mean? I like, agree. Uh, I'm I agree. So fucking perfect. We're I don't know, man. I, I didn't uh, quite get that. I just thought like, okay, Austin, we get it, buddy. But um, well, to me, I'm with Kamar, where it's more just like. I was kind of looking at it like you're the small subsect of people you're talking to on this massive platform right now. Like you just cut out 96%, 98% of the listeners. In all fairness though, what spurned it was Joe asking, what is it you haven't done that you want to do? And I guess this is his big uh, coup de gras, his final move to build. Is it it's a, cult. Cult it's a cult about Austin to make sure Austin stays awesome. And that, and that, and that, in a nutshell was the whole interview. I thought he laughed way too hard at Joe's Miami joke. And that's where I was concerned. <laughs> that's where what I was, was the concerned. Miami joke? Uh, if you want to go broke in Miami, open a bookstore. Yeah. I mean, it was right out of his special, I'm pretty sure, but it was just like a little too contrived. And he gets negative marks for leaving his fucking email notification on. Oh, you could tell that was driving Joe crazy. Well, Joe me is, crazy. The best I is Joe. Kept was me. I the, kept checking my phone. It was like the Mundo. The best is Joe does the most like fucking um, diplomatic thing ever. Like, is that on my end or yours? Joe knows full well he doesn't have a computer in the room. It's like him alone. Yeah, he's polite. Yeah. Anyone so he, lesser, he'd say, shut that thing down. Sort of he did this one from his house. You figure? Like the, there was no producer for this, right? No, it was in the studio. Oh, it was in the Someone studio? Someone had to be there. Yeah, Joe was in studio. Th- that's sure. what I'm asking. Yes, yes. I didn't Joe watch was in this. the studio. Yeah. I, uh, I watched the Kanye one for sure. Yeah. And I actually watched the... Um, James Michael Keegan. Keegan no, the Maynard, James Maynard, Maynard, Maynard Keegan whatever, James. Because I had to see if like he was alive or it was just his head in a jar, you know? His head doesn't fit on his body properly, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, well, do we want to rate this then? Yeah, yeah, it's time. All right, Simon, we'll start with you. Isn't it weird though? Yeah, just one last thing though. Go nuts. Isn't it weird that like, um, you know, Joe for so long was no actors, no actors, no actors. I hate those fucks. And then just there was this like really quiet shift to. With the Spotify, you mean? 
I don't know when no, it, it was. No, it was pre-Spotify. So Robert Downey Jr., Rob Lowe, what was the Matthew McConaughey. What was the first one? Was Robert it Downey Dark? Jr. felt that like the first like, the really first, yeah. big one. Edward. Yeah. Norton. Norton. Was that, that was before? I think that was the first time no, no, we no, had no, no, actor come no, on. No, I think no, Robert no, no. Downey Jr. was Edward first. Norton was after. Jamie Foxx. Oh, Jamie Foxx. He's a comedian. That doesn't count. Yeah, he was on a long time ago. Seven. Hadn't he won an Oscar at that point, though? I'm just saying that one was like 750. Yeah. That was he got on there because he's a comedian. That was the tie-in. Yeah. It wasn't until no, no, I, yeah, Robert yeah, yeah. Downey actor. Jr. Sure, sure, I think you're right there. I'll have to look back, but I feel like that was the first one where I was like, "Whoa." We were sort of excited and surprised. Yeah, and then it was terrible and you're and like, "Okay, I get why they don't have them on." And then there's yet to be has there been like a, an actor who's been on Rogan where you've been like, "Shit." I've learned something about him more than I knew before, you, you know? I mean, Rob Lowe was pretty fucking chill. Yeah, Rob Lowe I loved. I liked Rob Lowe, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was But one... I just like Rob Lowe. He does a fucking alien show. He but I think like... Rob Lowe also, when you... He was kind of what you thought he'd be. He was like the Bears. They were what we thought we'd, they'd be. <laughs> you want to count his ass? Count his ass! Was McConaughey not what you thought he'd be? Uh, no, I said this to you. Yeah, No, I guess I didn't say this to you. It felt more... I mean, I guess I just didn't ever look into him or know him. It felt more like, uh, at times, like an interview with Rust from True Detective more than it was like Matthew McConaughey. I just thought he was, I thought he was more that like um, persona of him. Well, like, I, I didn't right, realize right, he right. was like really religious. I knew he was religious just because. I didn't he, know that. Well, I didn't know he was so like introspective, I guess was. I, as I, uh. I think you broke the news on the thread that he was on, and I mean, I said, "Well, this is gonna suck." So, going in with uh, lowered expectations is a good thing. I was, I was pleasantly surprised till the Austin just laid it on way, way too thick. Uh, yeah, me. McConaughey would have been way better. It would have gotten a, a a good fucking rating from me if no Austin, and they had talked about like all the movies he had done again. Just let's hear stories about fucking Hollywood or days of confused. At least sure, I mean, how many movies is he actually going to go? Give over? me fucking something. Well, what other movies do you love? Matt? They talked about contact Dallas buyers club and a time to kill. Basically. No, listen, most people love him because of days and confused and like a couple of lines. That's really like, he is a lot of stinkers, although he did do, Told, Sahara? He, no, well, that was a singer. He but, did that one on the beach. You no, know, he told the story about how his mom sold him out and he was a pissed off yeah. for eight years. They had a strange yeah. relationship. But he, he did one of the first, um, remember the, the TV crews followed him all around? Ed or something, Ed TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was an interesting notion right before Social we media exploded and yeah, everyone yeah. just volunteered it up themselves. He did that romantic comedy with... Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Which was actually pretty funny. He, he did a good job in that with the blonde... Kate there, Hudson. Kate Hudson, who is just like unbelievably he did, hot in that. Didn't he do cute. two movies with her? Anyway, he let's just yeah. rate this. Let's move on. He, he did. He did another... We're an uh, hour into this where podcast. Where like treasure hunters. Well, the next maybe. one's going to be three minutes, so... <laughs> uh, Either way, rate it, Cy. I give this one a two. Like I said, I thought it was being worse because he's he's sort of out there, but I I think he had some good advice, and I think someone could benefit from re reading his book. I'm not going to get it myself. I give it a three. Okay, so this is where my week is going. Is I just I thought we were going to do nothing. Super amped about it. See that there's a podcast. Not amped. See that's McConaughey. Was like okay. I guess if it's anything, it's two hours of McConaughey. Not you know not that mad. And then 
I was very pleasantly surprised at what it turned out to be, other than the Austin talk. So that's why it gets a four, because I just was on a roller coaster this week. I wish Joe was ballsier and gave him a hard time for those um, Lincoln commercials. They're a little bit out there, eh? All right, all right, all right. But he'll always be. What, what was Don't the character's come name? Come to Austin. What is the character's name? Days of Confused. <laughs> Don't fuck Austin up. Hurley. Oh. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I guess that wasn't that iconic. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll pay some bills and we'll be right back. He's not a huge. Um, sorry, Matty. He's not a huge part of that movie. No. no. That's the, he's a bit part. But he it, breaks it, up the fight. He. Oh, Ben Affleck's in that movie way football. more. There's lots of people in yeah. that movie way more. But his role was yeah. just so. Oh, I, I agree. He was. Uh, Did you I re- tell you? you remember, him. remember the ginger with the afro in that movie? The, the girl? Yep. That's yep. Giovanni Ribisi's sister. No way. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Fun little piece for you. Is Giovanni Ribisi a Scientologist? Probably. Who knows? I feel like Sneaky Pete sucks, I'll tell you that. Well, then for sure he's a Scientologist. And he also had, do you have a joint? It'd be cooler if you did. Yeah. yeah. That's a classic That's a classic line, line yeah. yeah. That is a classic line. That's actually much better than the pedo line. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not so much pedo if you're like 24. If he was saying it now, it would be super pedo. If you're a 24 year old hooking up with seniors at high school, that's not and that was the well, that means 70s. you're a university student. That's what I'm dating saying. high school kids. Well, seniors. Like you have a problem with a 24 year old dating a 19 year old? No, but he wasn't dating 19 year olds. They weren't seniors. They were the lowest down. Freshmen. Freshmen. Yeah. So he was okay. A, well, that's Peter. Yeah. He was a 25 year old yeah. dating freshman, which could. I thought he like was. I thought it was seniors he was dating. 15 year olds. No, I don't think Maybe so. Be like 14, 15. I I think it's, he was pretty dirty. Yeah. Wooderson. I was Wooderson. I could ask I was him. the one that started off by saying the line was the most creepy shit ever that could not be. Uh, he well, he's lucky today at all. he didn't get like Crystalia typecast into that type of role. Well, it's like Kamar said though. He didn't write the fucking. He could he could have asked uh, about Tropic Thunder too because he played a funny agent in that. Oh, that was hilarious! He yeah. did play a funny agent. Was Tom Cruise also in that? Yeah, yeah he, he played was, Harvey he Weinstein. Played Har- yeah, he played. He was the, the big. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing. He the does the dancing. Yeah, exactly. What a great fucking movie that was, eh? Yeah. Okay, we're actually going to pay some bills, and we will actually be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a -a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try Alpha Brain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle, and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. 
And we are back. 1553. Maynard James Keenan. All right. You want to rate it? <laughs> Basically, he came back too soon. It seemed odd that he was on. But he was he he came to promote his new liquor. Yeah. Again, I will say this. When I saw this pop up, I was so angry. Like, I was livid. What and about when you saw how long it was? Well, I didn't even look at the... Because I was just so mad. I was like, this fucking guy comes out on Monday, says there's not going to be shit. Like, and now this. And I was I was just so livid. And then I sat down at 5 a.m. last night to listen, saw the time, and I wasn't... You're first really of all, when you listen to it on three times, this is like a 20-minute podcast. 20-minute podcast. And when it's a 20-minute podcast, this is actually somewhat enjoyable. Um, I think... He reached out to Joe. For sure. I got to sell this thing. Could I get some time? Yeah. And he only jumped in for an hour. Mm -hmm. but Hour I, and a half. I, well, I don't think they had anything more to talk about. Like they sort of squeezed the conversation fruit. You know what? I, I, I just, I can't agree with that because at this point, they could, Joe could just talk about anything forever. Uh, they could talk farming for six fucking hours. For me, for interest, uh, one of the first things they talked about was uh, real music versus produced music. Yeah. Like, I, and it was about Eddie Van Halen and uh, Jump and uh, the synthesizer. And I used to just freak out at thinking about their fingers playing their instruments. But I find produced EDM music or whatever is probably more intense. Like you play a banger of a rock song or a banger, I guess is a different emotional, but um, I didn't think I'd ever get into produce music as much as I have. I, and there's just a disconnect. The, the musicianship is lost. People be amazed by it. I don't. There's something about the produced stuff. It's like the quantization because, like, they when you're in the when you're making music now, you just. It, let's say you're playing the guitar, a guitar riff, and one of your riffs is just slightly off beat. They'll just hit that quantization button and it just moves it down a little bit so that everything is lined up perfectly. But there's something, I don't know, there's something about that like off beat every once in a while. The literal like live. Yeah, or even like here. A drummer doing those beats, like yeah. rush. Or even, you know when you hear, when like when someone's playing an acoustic guitar, you can actually hear their like finger go up the fret. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, part of it. That's what I'm saying. Or like a piano when you hear, when you can actually hear the person hitting the, the pedal. Like there's something, I don't know. I had a theory that music has to reflect society and is society's got noisier and noisier and noisier. The music has got to get noisier and noisier and that opened the door for electronic music. Maybe. Could be. I would just say that as time goes on, we create more genres of music. So there's just more opportunity for what you would call noise. Can we talk about um you can talk about whatever you want. Giving gifts to Joe Rogan? Sure. Cuz uh, no problem. I think everybody should give Joe a gift when they come to the studio, but you can't give him gloves. You know? That's like giving him a bow. Like yeah, you, James Keenan, he's a artisan. It's, you give him the wine. The wine's good. And the Perfect. Olives. And if you want to give him a book, fine. And like I love the he gave him that fucking chicken hawk bird bug thing mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like that's a great gift where's the raw liver it just seemed desperate uh, i think the most poignant part of this is just uh, type that music thing is they were asking about um the keyboard who made it <laughs> they sort of both look over 
where Jamie would be yeah. have the answer. And Brian's and just there sitting there twiddling his Brian thumbs. That, yeah. Looking over his shoulder like, who, who's supposed yeah. to look this up? Brian's like that reporter who got busted for fucking jerking off. <laughs> Tubin. On, uh, yeah. There goes another post show. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. But, but in this episode, it was revealed that Brian Redband was there. Like, I, I assume anyone, not anyone, but there's a bunch of people that could press the buttons or whatever, but. The flying bride red band. That's pretty cool. You know what I love is the biggest power move of Jamie is that he doesn't just have tabs that he keeps open. Because like, what was the one thing where uh, uh, the Damien pull up Damien uh, Damien against Kushner, and the, Bri the Brian's the like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "On the on Google, like pull it up." It, but you'd think at this point that Jamie would just have like he'd pull up one Google Chrome window that had like 95 tabs. And it was only just, there oh, from a couple weeks ago when he did it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And just, oh, there it is, Joe. There it is. Because Joe thinks like, there's sometimes where I think like Joe over is like, oh man, Jamie's so quick on that. And I'm like, Joe, you talked about that yesterday. He just has the tabs still open. Like, I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, to hear, see Brian just like, I don't know. And now knowing there's a Jamie cam, because Jamie does not do that, take that liberty. When he's talking, he doesn't switch it to him. to, But Brian right away, like, let you know I'm here. Is fat corner. I'm 40. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't watch it. Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, so Jamie no longer puts the camera on himself. Interesting. Uh, Jamie's never put the camera on himself. And he has participated in the conversation, but Brian leaped to it faster than he tried to look something up. I thought that was funny. Either way, let's say this. It, it, it proves that we were probably right in that Joe was like politely asked Brian to leave because Brian didn't say more than 10 words in the three episodes he was there oh two episodes. he said you're coming in to help jamie shut the fuck up that's what I'm, yeah something something like brian i'm gonna fly you to austin and you're gonna say nothing and brian said yes sir oh yeah because that's the new dynamic that like jamie doesn't talk brian can't come in and then speak when spoken to exactly yeah do you have uh can you write in your post show notes brian callen is in texas this uh september or October 29th to the 31st. I'll put that down. Okay. Uh, then they talked about the new Borat film. Have you guys seen it? Of course. You've not seen it? I've, I haven't seen it, but uh, I, I watched the Giuliani clip. Mm -hmm. And it seems more contrived than like a gotcha moment. And I think uh, the first Borat was the best. And it's sort of like, now that you see it coming, you can still be in awe of the stunts he's pulling off, but it's sort of... You haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. Yeah, that's because it pokes fun at your people. Only. If he poke if he pokes at all sides. That's why I, he's not I, gonna watch I, I think it. He'd be better. No. I I am so I don't have people. Okay. Like I legitimately, legitimately think they're all corrupt. Everybody. Yeah. That I don't care to have a side. I'm not watching it because I don't find him. I don't know. One trick pony. I didn't watch the first Borat. Oh, okay. I just yeah, found definitely. out. I thought Borat was the dictator. <laughs> I found that out last night. The dictator, hilarious movie. Yeah, not Borat. I thought that's what Borat was. It no. was like a pretend. No. I, I just think Borat's done. But you loved it? I think you should watch it. I think you will laugh. Okay. But okay, like, then, And I, I don't, I think, listen, I think, yeah, there's some stuff towards the end too. It gets like super political. But if you can just... Get yourself away from that. Because I'll agree with you. I liked the show better when he did interview people from both sides and make fun of both sides. This is very politically driven for sure. But either way, if you can just get yourself away from that. Because I'll say this. There's two guys that are super right wing that he goes and stays with for like a couple of days. Which is insane to me. The level of... That he pulled it off? 
not just that he pulled it off, but the level of commitment to wake up in character and spend like... Well, that's what I sort of remember. Sure, yeah, off. okay. Um, if you're not making fun of both sides, though, then it just seems like you're out you're missing, there you using your platform to... You didn't let me finish. As my point was like the two guys that he stays with that are super right-wing and super Republican, um, that he like definitely sort of sheds light on the fact that they're most likely like that weird form of racism where... Like they, they're like, well, I'm not racist. I just don't like Jews because they're running everything. You know, that sort of thing. They're two really good dudes. Like the two guys that he goes and say, like he walks up to one of them on the street randomly and is like, where is everyone? And the guy's like, well, it's a lockdown. So every, everyone's supposed to be staying home. And he goes, oh, I didn't know. Can I stay with you? And like, there's a long pause. And again, this guy, this right wing red state Republican is like, uh, sure. Yeah, it's so weird. Well, but, that's, but, that's, but but you see, my point was is this in Austin. No, it was somewhere down south. But my point is, like, it he still shows that like these two guys, despite despite how you feel about their politics, they were willing to let some foreigner who they had never met stay with them. And dude, he's doing wild shit while he's staying with them. Like he's exercising with underwear on that have like a huge fake cock. And the guy's on his computer and he's doing like exercises right beside him. The point is, is I don't. I don't think that he was, I think he was trying to set out to be like, there are people on that side that are really good people that just have some politics that you might not agree with. Mm. Like at one point he asked the two of them, he's like, what do you think is worse, the coronavirus or Democrats? And they're like, oh, Democrats for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess like the beauty, sorry, Kamar. No, no. I guess the beauty of like all gas, no breaks. What makes that show so genius is that he goes to the Antifa rally and then he goes to the Proud Boys rally and he shows that both of them, polar opposites, are equally as moronic. You know what I mean? There's no... He, he's just pointing out where if you're only showing the moronicity... But you're wrong know, because he went side. to... But he went to like Daytona and only interviewed redneck morons and he does that a lot. But what's the other side there? Just normal people going to the NASCAR races? Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he interviewed a ton of people that didn't say racist shit, but he only showed the ones that were like, like the, the one kid, he's like, fuck Bernie. I don't want, you know what? I mean, and then he's like, but Bernie wanted to legalize weed. And he's like, oh yeah, Bernie wanted to legalize weed. Okay. All right. Bernie's okay. But you know what I mean? I, to me, he doesn't seem like he has a political um, side. He's trying to whatever. I, I could All gas, wrong. no breaks. All gas, no breaks. Whereas uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Again, I didn't see it, but if Matt is saying that he's only making fun of the one side. His best character, though, is Ali G. We agree? Yes. I found that the most entertaining. Yeah, of course. Well, Ali. the dictator is his best character. Well, and then well, after well that's, a, that's, a, that's a movie. No, Ali G is the best character. And I just want to say, I, Donald Trump was on to Ali G right away. Walked out in the seconds. It doesn't matter. He didn't walk out in second. He was one of the first. What do you know? People got, got way more than Donald Trump. Oh my god! He knew something was going on. Yeah. No, he didn't. He there's a full interview. I'll show it to you. He walks out. Uh, but that leads into uh, Maynard talked about uh, the horseshoe theory that the far left and the far right are actually almost the same. Yes, they are. In the middle of, or whatever. But when you get to the extremes, you just you're lost. So there's no point to. Go that hard on pain. Well, more than that is everybody is corrupt. Trump is corrupt. Obama was corrupt. Like even even the people we thought were white knights, 
we're still propagating the war machine so companies could make money at the expense of people's lives. Like, it's all fucking gross and bullshit, man. But with presidents in particular, we always uh, think it might be because they get shown that special video once they get inaugurated. The video of The different angle of JFK's, uh, well, that'd be a good way to control them, but that video of uh, a different angle of the JFK assassination. Meaning what? You, you've never heard that Bill Hicks joke? No. Well, once the president comes in, he comes in a special room and they show a special angle of the JFK assassination no one's ever seen before that you never know. And they go, do you have any questions? Meaning? This is what happened to you if you don't gotcha. go along yeah, with yeah, the system. Yeah. We had all sorts of shooters out there. Then there was an awkward moment where James Maynard Keene said, it's sort of like if you're voting for Biden, you're voting for Kamala Harris. Said, but we don't know if she's a bad person. And Joe was just, there's a, there's a weird silence from the discussion yeah, Joe, he had with well, the Project Freedom. Joe no longer pushes back on his guests. Like we've obviously established that. Period. Yeah, ever. That's We're done with that. Those days are long gone. I wonder if it's the power thing. I mean, he just respects uh, Keenan and so... Is there, but if someone comes on like oh, um, Kanye too, he doesn't. There's no pushback. And wow, we'll get to that, but that, that'd be impossible to push back on. At what point do you push back? At any point, it's your show. You can stop him at any point and be like, "Oh, hold on, well, let's go back to that before you immediately fragment off to something completely different." That's the okay. We'll get to Kanye, whatever. I think what Joe could have said is like, "Well, she had a pretty shitty record in California." Or I, a questionable record. I agree. He, he should have. He didn't say anything. It was a weird silence. And then the Matrix moment, Keenan lists off how Yang, Bernie, Tulsi are blackballed. What's the common theme? And just like, well, I have no idea. Yeah, what is it? Is it? Well, we can chase it back to what they all have in common. Everybody yeah. I was interested in got fucking pushed to it the was, side. It was right there for the taking. Yeah. I know. He literally he goes, it's like the DNC just blackballed everyone I liked. And I was like, yeah. What is the one thing they all did? Yeah. Where's the Venn diagram there, Joe? So I, I guess he was like. Dude, that is so crazy, though, when you think about it. Like, we're joking and ha, 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 conspiracy theory, ha, ha, ha. Forget even that. Just even if he, it was totally unintentional. There was no malice involved at all. This guy it's legitimately just wanted to have people he thought was interesting on his podcast, and he fucked them. Do you think off camera he was like, "Yeah, maybe I did bad"? No, because then he would. Oh, to Maynard. Not to Maynard necessarily. To himself, just like, oh, I guess maybe it was me, but not to bring it up. Joe always talks about how, you know, he's in the the think tank, the think tank, the float tank a lot. And uh, he's constantly, you know, doing mushrooms. And he must be thinking about this shit, like, really introspectively. Just thinking, they're both on. I mean, they all got kicked off. Maybe. Has I, he I had a it. politician on since? Yeah. Oh, Wesley Hunt. Last week? <clears throat> I mean... But well, that was just to have a good friend in Texas. Let's. Yeah. Oh wait, no, he had uh, Kanye West on this week. No, but since true, and he also <laughs> had. Uh, I think he had um, our man with a patch. Dan yeah, Crenshaw. but he didn't have any more presidential candidates on after. Um, no, after Kanye, after Bernie. Oh, Kanye for sure. We're gonna get there. That was pretty much just like 
a free I'm very interested public see. service announcement. I'm very interested to see where we all come out on Kanye. And then finally, he got really bitter about uh, employees taking the government subsidy or whatever payment was and not working for him. And I think he sounded like a bit of a dick. Yeah, I agree. Just pay more, buddy. I mean, if that's what you need, but he really sounded like butthurt that they... Well, no, not pay more. Like, listen, if you have employees that are willing to risk it and come in, fine. But yeah, like you're saying, like, there's no hazard pay. Like, he was acting like he's like, other jobs are dangerous. It's like, yeah, dangerous jobs have hazard pay. I have a buddy that mines diamonds up north. He gets a shitload of hazard pay because what he does is incredibly dangerous. I was just thinking he was sort of like, said he couldn't compete with the free money there or what the money that everyone was getting from the government. So if that's your issue, pay a little bit more. Well, I agree with the problem is this is like he said, most restaurants run on like a 7% margin. And when you cut them to 50% and that's the problem to his servers is servers because they're paid such low wages rely on tips. So if you cut their tables by 50%, they're not making hardly any money. That's it. I'm not saying it's, you know, it, it is what it is. It's going to be tough for restaurants for sure. The next couple of months, it's going to be fucking ugly. And he's moved to Michigan. Joe has a real problem with uh, <laughs> their governor as well. Well, that sort of was pushed back. So I, I you know what I mean? He's like, well, fuck, good luck up there. And he was like, well, no, I think it's going to be all right. Well, yeah, he but lives Joe out in the country in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like I walk out of my front door and there's just acres and acres and acres of land and sounds nice. And that was the, I mean, they talked about jujitsu and his hip and health and I couldn't care less. Um, oh, and what, I couldn't care less. What, what I'm you, with you. Oh, and he's, he had COVID and it was a real ordeal and he overcame it. But what well, do you, on, you? Okay. You're really fucking yada yada that whole part, but well, go the, ahead. The, these were the other parts. He talked about COVID. He's with the other parts, and I'm just going over it quick. He traveled to New Zealand. He was a super spreader. And he definitely was a super spreader, though, like when you hear his story. Yeah, of course. But he, he gets, also mentioned that he's still feeling the effects big time, which Joe was like, all of a sudden, Joe was like, yeah, no, I mean, I've had a lot of people that are still really feeling the effects. And I was like, really? Because yesterday you were mentioning how only one friend of yours has any effects at all. And how everyone's just breezing uses, through this. Um, I forget his name. Michael Yo. Michael Yo. And that now he's talking about a doctor friend of his that um, that's the the guy who's deathly ill. That's the stem cell guy in that's Puerto Rico. Oh no way, really? Neil Reardon. That's who that is. Yeah, yeah, you are correct, Matthew. But like, what I was got out of is a lot more people have it. Say they say there's sixty million cases worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like one hundred twenty million. You include say people who get it are asymptomatic. So they, they don't get tested because nothing was bad for them. Only if they were in touch with someone would they think about doing it. Especially because our next guest had it too. But uh, just to wrap this up, Mr. Uh, Wage, how much do you think he's worth? Oh, man, this is a tough one. How much is Maynard Keenan the third worth? Okay, I'm going to say 22.6. I'm going to say... Shit, like, he owns wineries, but how rich could this guy really be, you know? How about, like, 17.8? According to the internet, he's worth 60 million. He could be that rich. Who would have thunk it? I'd like to see him at some point if he's silly and happy. Like, if he has that part of him. He's sort of, like, super... Have you ever seen a Tool video? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he has it in him. <laughs> I just... 
is there a time when he what makes him happy or, or just giddy like he's just I assume he's got like a Pokemon or a toy collection in his basement or some sort of you know what I mean that that which gives him a little bit of joy yeah, like himself. a tr- like a toy train set that's like elaborate here's the deal like Bobby Bacala <laughs> like Bobby Bacala <laughs> exactly puts on his little hat <laughs> here's the deal though okay I feel like Joe Biden here's the deal um you can't Joe has to put an end to this. Anybody can just come on the show if you have something to sell. If you're going to come on there for like the second time in nine months and give no excitement, no anything, and act like you're doing this huge favor, like it just it makes shitty podcasts. Yeah, not all, all conversations are created Not equal. all conversations are good conversations. And... Joe should know from the last time he was on, they expended all avenues, like Kamar said. You know, there was no, I think you said that. There was no more to talk about here. It truly felt like this was a phone call conversation they could have had just catching up. I mean, again, we're doing a disservice to like, There's, I guarantee you there's a ton of Tool fans out there that were super amped on this. No? Okay. I don't think so. I think they got everything ahead of the next one when he was hawking his album. Yeah, this just seemed like... This was, was a week of infomercials, unfortunately. Anyway. Anyway. I just feel like if Dave Chappelle was on and they had a three-hour conversation and then six months later he came back on and they had an hour and a half conversation that you were both like, well, it didn't seem like I, had, I would still be like... But if I, it was to sell his salad dressing. <laughs> Look, just, I'll, I'll give Matthew McConaughey the pass. You know, like he came on, he was selling his book or doing first time, first time, but it was the first time he was on. He was excited. He was vibrant. He was everything you would hope for from somebody coming on to the Joe Rogan show. Have you, have you ever seen a tool video? No, I haven't. (laughs) Really? I didn't even know who the fuck tool was. Watch, watch the video for sober. And you'd be like, wow, this guy was in good spirits today. Who did the song, the Johnny Cash song? Uh, or Johnny Cash did their song. Nine Inch Nails. That's Nine Inch Nails. Is that it's Gavin Rossdale? No, that's Trent Reznor. God, I cannot get this right, Yeah, man. you really can't. Look how angry he is. No, I'm not. I'm just laughing. Are any of these people married to Gwen Stefani? No. She's now married to a country bumpkin. No, I, know, I, know, yeah. I know that. Yeah. I, know that. I meant. Yeah, but that, that was... That was uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah, Kamar, you did a bang up job there, man, because there was nothing. This episode First of all, was fucking garbage. To listeners, the episode itself was only an hour and a half, so we're not doing any injustices here by cutting this short. It was a really short episode. They didn't have much to talk about. He had to catch a flight. That was the other thing. You meant you acted like it wouldn't have been longer. He had a flight to catch. Well, I acted like I don't think there was an hour more right. to go on about. I really thought it's sort don't of don't come on the show if you have a plane to catch. Like, well, but well, I got I, I got to sell my with. mead. I got to sell my mead and my cider. I I just I got to sell my mead and my cider. There are conversations. <laughs> there are conversations where it's like it's going and it's, we got to wrap this up. Like it's still going. And there's conversations where you sort of see it winding. Like, have you ever seen a comedian like, what What else? What else can I talk about? Oh, you hear just, someone say, what else? It's that, over. Just a little bit of feel from this one. I don't think there was an hour or more. Fair enough. I'm glad. Listen, come on. One way or the other. I'm glad there wasn't an hour or more. That's it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yet I'm still giving it a four. <laughs> You're giving it a four? That's how the math works, What, what the fuck is going on? Again, I, I explained it at the jump. I hated the fact that he was on. I wasn't looking forward to it. I no. wanted no podcast this week. 
listening to it on three times. It was 20 minutes long. wasn't that bad. It, I get a, it if gets a four. I can remember this. I will reference this. Please do. Here forth. Please do. Too on. Call me on it. I don't give a fuck. Listen, <laughs> both of you. Hell? Listen, both of you have fucking wackadoo ratings all the time. I'm entitled to a few. Go ahead, Simon. It's whack a fucking noodle. Um, oh, listen. Don't listen to this podcast. It's probably a one. If you're gonna listen to it, do but, it on three but if times. If you're a Matt super fan, you're gonna have to watch it because you gave it a four. If you're my super fan, you're not gonna have to. Watch. I don't have super fans. You see, you have that. No, I don't know what you have, but um, I give it a two. But now I feel like I got to readjust my rating for the week. Give the week a one point five, and give this one a one point five. Good for you. What did you give it? I'm giving it a two. Of generous to only because the the red band reveal that, 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 that was it. that was a big moment See I mean, there this is a nothing without that so there he gives it a two based on one small thing so my four is fucking like i'd like to even back up i want to give the week a one and give this one like a point five. okay no one's gonna stop you no listen Anyway, it, this was a bad episode. Don't listen to this episode. If anybody's listening to our show, which I don't think they are, but if they are and they're doing it because they want to know whether they should listen to a certain Joe Rogan episode, <laughs> this don't ain't the one to this one. Unless they're down the rabbit hole with us, with Joe being the cause of having those politicians. And I've, <laughs> I very much hope that this is the last we hear of James Maynard Keenan. Only because on he JR. decides he doesn't want to do podcasts. No. Because it's something bad happens to him. No, I mean, on the JRE, like, we're just, he's done now. Joe's like, you know, you're not coming on for three years. Unless you got something really big to sell. Three years. Well, no, he was also selling his live Zoom show he's doing. Yeah. Three years. Well, yeah. Once again, I read That was it weird. Too. That's the concussion there. I meant to put up three fingers, four fingers went up. I really had to concentrate to get that fourth finger down. Okay. Uh, 1554. The meat and potatoes. Is that the right number? I don't know, man. I just know it was Kanye West. Yeah. The one we've all been waiting for. We waited for, and then we thought we'd never hear it, and then we heard it. I was wrong. 1554, spot on. I said it wasn't going to happen. It happened. I'm wrong often. Takes a big man to admit that. Deal with it. And then there you go, Chappelle. Boom. Nope, that's Boom. not happening. Chappelle's that's not, coming. That's not the world we live in, Simon. So I, I think I want to ask first off, what expectation or what do you think of Kanye before this moment? I, I actually think this was pretty much where I thought it would be. Sorry, Simon. No, no, please. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I Other uh, than the last 10 minutes. I was shocked. I was shocked. I didn't think he was like, uh, he is like. Well, you guys didn't hear what I just asked. Before this happened, what you thought? Kanye was crazy. Kanye was a. That's what I'm saying. Bipolar. I answered your question. I oh. I thought it. I this was how I thought it was going to go because that's who I thought he was. And I thought he was less crazy. Less before crazy. this. Like you know how Joe said everybody's going to understand him more and but I know I feel like. But did you think I'm at all? More lost than ever. Did you think he was a genius? Absolutely this? not. No. I mean, well, hold on. There's just, no, 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 here. no, no. Hold on. Yes. Sorry. Let's back up. There's only one of two things. He's either a genius or he's batshit crazy. I think those are really the only two I, options. I think that is 100% fair. And I went and think he was a genius and I still think he's a genius, but I think it's like... Maybe the two aren't mutually exclusive. 
But being a genius, like a musical genius, mm -hmm. doesn't make you oh, I a agree. genius on life. It could very much be the opposite, actually. You could be like a genius on the autistic end of things and it totally compromises your life. So this is what I was going to say is I was actually going to bring up autism. I was going to say there could be, because I actually think, um, and I'm not, a, I wouldn't even say I'm a huge fan of his like um, music production either, but I at least recognize his genius in that realm. I think Kanye would have been incredible if he had just never opened his mouth, if he had just stayed making music and not rapping either. Because I think he might be a genius in music, but I think outside of that, it's where the fucking crazy really starts to... He's an egomaniac, for sure. When we were talking about the ego the other day, and, uh, like, who was the guy talking about? What no, was the guest? Narcissism. Narcissism. Yeah. This, this guy's top-notch. Do you guys not just think that sometimes this idea of, like, the Lord is exactly that? It's, like, an excuse to... Well, this is what I want to be deep. fucking overly narcissistic you, you know do you think his overuse of jesus and lord and praying made you feel one way or other about him i legitimately like i have no problem if you want to be religious i don't i i really don't i don't it's the following it to the letter that i have the problem with right like if you want to go out there and say i think this meant love thy neighbor all the power to you, you know? The problem is when you're saying, this means we have to stone gay people to death. Like, that's where we have a problem, I, like I think. McConaughey said, uh, you know, I believe in the Bible, but I, I can't do anything with the burning bush sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kanye Just is like, two weeks ago, no, a year ago, he was making music about... Um, fucking girls and making cash and all of a sudden it's just that no, no. Yeah. I'm against that I think uh, that happened everything I did in the past doesn't matter don't look back on any of my track record because from this point on like that's the whole idea of um, like absolution right general butt naked it's not there's a there's a weird disconnect there as far as I'm concerned like you have to be able to at least see that. But do you think it's a, in a it's a gradual thing that happens, or you just like decide, "Fuck, I'm done with that stuff." Well, I mean, according to Kanye, he was spoken to by God, so yeah. that just happened one day, and he's changed drastically. I mean, I guess that's possible. For me, the thing is, the success is undeniable <clears throat> in everything he does. Yeah. And so, is, is it all dumb luck? No, no. But hold on. This is where I have a problem, and this is where I actually have a problem with him, too, is he's not wrong about the music industry. The only problem is he's wrong about his example in the music industry. He is in the top 1% of the music industry. He was making all, he was making so much cash. Well, he was down 50 million. I mean, yeah, he, and you know he, whose fault that is? His. His, exactly. Get the fuck out of here being like, oh, agents, yeah, you would have had a lot more money to blow. You still blew it. Like, I don't see Kurt Schilling out there blaming anyone else for blowing his $150 million. I didn't he know spent he that. All that money. I didn't know either. Yeah, uh, Kurt Schilling's Maybe that's broke. why he's doing that podcast. But I but I think I think Kanye's not just about himself. He's for all artists. He wants it to be fair or better. Disagree. Okay. I think he makes it, listen, I think it's that's a better way. That's the way you have to sell it. I don't think you can sell it like I'm only out for the best of my interests. 
I think you have to sell it. Like this is best for all artists, of course. Well, look, but I don't actually think that. I don't genuinely think that's how he feels. Can we start with this question? Is what do you guys think? Like, is Kanye for real? What does that about mean? Be, becoming president? A hundred percent, dead serious. About his like. God has spoken to me. He's using me to change. Like, does, is this for real or is this something he's just doing? I think, like, God is the unexplained. And so whatever has allowed him to be success, rather than put it all on himself and say, it's, it's just me, I'm just, I'm just this amazing, he uses God. I'm sure there's successful people who are atheists that say it's something else. Yeah, but he doesn't because he's constantly saying, like, He's called himself a genius multiple times. It's like, so we just want our geniuses to be humble. Did, did you find some of the references were crazy? Usually like, geniuses are given the moniker of genius, not they don't take the mm -hmm, moniker mm -hmm. of genius. I can see how that's annoying. If you come out and say, I'm the coolest guy in the schoolyard, does that make you the coolest guy in the schoolyard? Uh, if you are the coolest guy in the schoolyard, I think it's more like what he was talking about Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, like, and he says he's not a good reader or not good at math or whatever. Like, there are things he's not a genius at, but the, the, the all the information he pulled out, and especially when he was talking about um, all the information, everything he pulled out was pop culture, and anything he didn't pull out that was pop culture, I believe, was someone else's around his talking point. But, it's pop culture that Thomas Edison fucked over Nikolai Tesla and who knows where the world would be. If that's Nikolai the one Tesla. example that I was talking about where I believe that I don't think that's his talking point. I believe Come someone on that's like, that is the most like benign of conspiracy theories. There is, it's they talk about theory? that on like the history channel. You and know? even then Kamar, so that makes it not true. But let me ask you, are you saying that? No, him, but like that, I sorry, hold on. His statement was this. I don't personally like uh, solar panels. I don't believe in solar panels because Thomas Edison, like, so dissect that, Kamar. Does that make, does any of what he's saying make true sense to you? Or do you, like... Well, we, uh, some of us agree that the most best thing would be nuclear power to go forward to get us out of this funk. But it's, who am I to say what is the best way out? We had a bit of a discussion last week, not the actual form of power. But you think he's just... That is not Kanye's he read, idea. He, no, no, I don't think it's the idea, but he, he found out about it and thought about it and then used that for his point of reference. I don't think he did the deep dive and is, is uncovering something, but he just said, like, you just think he's regurgitating that. I think Kanye is so full of shit. It is like seeping out of his eyeballs. It is insane how much shit this guy is peddling. You didn't find it like almost uh, Rain Manish, his references Dude, with pop is, culture? I like, thought it was so pretend Mr. and Miyagi, like, so contrived. Oh my God. Like He's putting on did an Did you act? watch it? Did you watch it? Yeah. I think he's putting on an act. Yeah. I totally think he's putting on an act. I think he's weird. And, and when he goes, when he's by himself, he's just normal and like... No, he's, no, I no, think no, he's no, a sociopath. No, no. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean an act like that. I mean like he went on to that show for a reason. He did everything he did there for a reason. I don't believe like he um, gets lost in his train of thought like that. I think he's doing that because that way Joe can't interject and ask him any questions. Like... 
that was all planned because he went on to that show because the election is coming up and he thinks I can reach 10 million people and they'll fucking write me in or however that works. I don't know. I couldn't disagree more. I think he, he can't shut down and it's just like, it, it wasn't really a conversation. It was Joe getting in a bit of words and then oh yeah, Connie going off. You didn't appreciate when he apologized for like, I'm sorry, I'm running on. I lost myself. Like, I don't think he, he had any choice. Otherwise, it just seems like he goes on Joe's show and railroads it. You know, well, it's weird to he say. Has to show some but Kamar, I gotta, I gotta ask. Like, you're so enamored by the fact that he apologized for yammering on. Like, what is, what about that is so? It's self, it's self awareness. Where you guys think he has no self awareness? I don't think. Listen. I think he does this all the time. I think he also lives with a bunch of fucking maniac, egotistical women. Oh, well, I, I think he's just dealing with yes men all the time, all the time. And you get that when he's talking about like his school he's building and the, I was yelling at the architect cause, or the chefs because I said it had to be 100% grown in and they were doing 80%. Like, dude, I'm telling you, what do I know? Let me just what ask you a question too. Like if I was going to, if, if I went to you, Kamar, and I said, and again, I would be an idiot for doing this, no disrespect, the same way you'd be an idiot for coming to me. If I said to you, who, if you had the choice, who would you put in charge of building better homes or better schools? Would Kanye West be anywhere in your top thousand people? And let me ask you why. The guy is a musical genius. Fine. He's a rapper. Great. What gives him, and like, fine, he wants to go into fashion. Okay, sure. I mean, fashion is so subjective that it doesn't matter anyway, but what makes this guy... A farmer? What makes him know anything about farming? Building schools, building homes. He kept saying he was changing all these industries. Running the free world. It's it's a bit, um, what's the word? I mean, you'd vote for him, obviously. Verbose. Well, I, I cannot vote for him. I mean, if he ran here, maybe I'd vote for him. But I'm No, I'm saying if you, were a, if you were a U.S. citizen, you would consider voting for Kanye West. Well, Kanye over Trump. There you go. No, I'm asking. No, you. no, and that I'd be able to do that. You would do that. Yeah. After listening to this interview. A hundred percent. Like you guys don't think a uh, auditorium for 200,000 people chanting wouldn't sound amazing. Like, do you guys remember the, uh, the Olympics or the soccer when the um, Iceland do the, it's so powerful. And that, that was like 60,000 people or something like that. Not even like his, I feel like he's a big thinker. And he's accomplished, like he saved Adidas, right? No. You don't think he saved Adidas with Yeezys? No. Nope. Okay. I, mean, I think he thinks that. Well, I, I think he thinks that I think that Adidas too. A is a legacy brand that wasn't fucking going anywhere. But if you want to argue that Yeezys saved the brand, then fine. How about if his, because it hasn't even come to fruition, his partnership with Gap, mm -hmm. if that falls flat on his face, I just, I don't, he, he does fail and stuff. But hold on, hold on. Being successful in the fashion industry does not make you qualified to do anything That's the fuck else. It's so subjective. What I'm trying to say is being successful in everything you try to do. But he's not. Well, what, what has he failed at? Just being a Has he tried to become an astronaut and now he's going to space? Like, what the fuck are we talking well, about here? You don't... Trump becoming president has like made people think that because you're a good fucking talk show host you can now be a good president that's not the if, way this works if somehow i mean he's not going to become president in this election 
he's going to probably steal votes. Maybe he'll help Trump. Okay. But if eight years from now he becomes president, will you guys just throw up your hands and go, this is crazy? I already think this is all crazy. So I'm not like, it's not like such a far stretch where I'm taking I'm, a leap I'm, I'm, to I'm get trying there. to think in my head what he could do. If he came on Rogan and was like, first of all, look, the I'm not going to lie to you. The this faith in Jesus as like a real person kind of um, reading the Bible, believing everything you read, th there's a problem there. And especially if that person is like in charge of pressing a button that could theoretically blow up a nation. Can I ask you an important question? Of course. Because like I didn't mind his answer at the end about the war, but like you, you seemed really... You seemed really amped on Trump's turning around of the economy. That seemed to be one of your, like, sticking points, was it not? Maybe I'm wrong. How would he turn the economy around? Yeah. Or do you, no, how do you think, do you think Kanye West is in any way, shape, or form set up to to boost the U.S. economy? If he's actually worth $5 billion, if he actually was down $50 million, mm -hmm. if he actually fired his CFO because he was robbing money from him, and is actually managing his business. I, I, it's possible. I, 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 it's like the one thing that annoyed me was uh, the that was the only poignant question really that Joe asked him. We stopped, and he he almost had an Eli moment. It turned out he was praying before he answered the question. I know that. that Get Joe the annoyed. fuck out of here! What are we doing? How can you play along with this, Kamar? But, uh, I've I've said it like nothing's changed. I thought he was even when he's doing the crazy interviews. I think he's a visionary. I really do. He won't wear any clothing that's white anymore. The color white. These I, I think it's the least crazy. Everything I think I have to do because I do it. But w w his answer was that's not who I would want making decisions on my behalf that have like massive ramifications. But you, you, you thought his answer to the foreign policy, his with other countries, whatever he prayed for his answer weird. to pretty much anything. That well, I, Joe would, I, I would get him, the right people. Right. I could, if I came on and was saying I, I was too. running for yeah. president, my answer would be, I don't know anything about foreign policy, but you better believe I'm going to get the best minds to work. Like everybody says that if you don't, the only person who didn't say that was Trump because he thinks that he's the best. Like, but again, it's just one form of egomaniacal guy against another. But you don't think like, um, Kanye has empathy. Cause that's what no. Trump really, I, do, I, I seriously, I, to me, he's so full of garbage. Who do you think he has empathy because for? Because he's like, well, yeah, I'm, thousand, I'm starting this church and blah, blah, blah. And, but I have a whole clothing line related to it that I'm making tons of money off That of. seemed annoying. Hold on. Like, he didn't have, he didn't, let's, let's also back that up, Kamar. He didn't, it wasn't all aborted babies that he had a problem with. It was, it was black, black aborted babies. So his empathy there was kind of cut in half. That's so interesting. He wouldn't even say the word abortion, which I thought was just right away. I was like, this guy's fucking wackadoo. Here, let's get to a couple of my notes. Uh -oh. um, first of all, did you watch it? No, but hear me out. Hold on. Wait, yes. the last 10 minutes and keep in mind. Now I established last week that three times is actually only two times. I, I was listening on three times, watching on three times. The last 12 minutes 
when he talks about his foreign policy, the pause on three times that he takes during that answer. It's insane. Is fucking staggering. It's Elon-esque. When he's doing the prayer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Come on. But you watched it, Kamar? Mm -hmm. The camera kept going into focus and out of focus and into focus. And you didn't notice that? Well, Brian Redband. Something was totally amiss. It's got like, autofocus. Just an aside, but Kanye's we'll get back black. to it. It was totally fucked up. But all on Joe too. All the time. The camera just couldn't get set. This guy that's hates talking about technical stuff. I don't think that's a Brian issue. Well, I, I'm just telling you like. Well, I'm telling you whatever it was. I feel you. I'm this just, was before the concussion. Simon, I'm just trying to explain like this. Pre-concussion. This, for example, I don't have any control over the the focus, right? So if, if it's sort of focusing in and out. And someone on YouTube complained. Not like zooming in and out. No, like, the focus. I get what, that's what I'm saying is the, I understand focus. Come but on, just, man. isn't it? <laughs> the I didn't know if going I was here? saying the right thing. It's like, um, Jamie Vernon is like a kid who decided to see it, skip school. And then everyone got a car that day or something. Like, <laughs> if there was anyone who wanted to be in the studio. Oh, it was Kanye, Jamie. You it, know what that, I mean? That was insane. So well, I said this to Simon. At, so at the Kanye must've been like. It no, has to I have now. to do it now, yeah. Which, again, just lends more credence, I think, to this. Well, no, he has to because the mail-in ballot started already, so he 100% has to do this. Thank you, Matt. Again, than lends later. more credence to my <coughs> thing that this was just Kanye trying to get fucking people but to do, vote for him. Do you want some weed? Like, you're smoking roaches. I love I love the roach. Um, I'm trying. You'd have to point that out. I said it was. Anyway, I, I didn't notice. I thought he was smoking his own. All right, thank so you. Sorry. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> he does always have. I love that I'm trying crazy. to be a nice guy and give him, him weed, and weed. I'm somehow the dickhead here. Like, do you believe he's worth? Fifth? We'll get back no. to this. Five, five billion, billion dollars. Come on, man. <sighs> sorry. <laughs> five million. No, five I don't. Billion. And I don't believe that at all. I think those are all numbers that are based on like gap things that haven't happened yet. That money hasn't been exchanged. You, you know, it's potential worth potential worth in his head. It's like how the guys do it on the stock market. Like, I really think he's totally out to lunch. If he buys universal music to oh, get wait. his bachelor's back. This is sorry. That's one of my notes. So we'll just get there. Um, he says, this is his statement. He's like about to badmouth universal. And then he's like, and uh, you know what? I'm just going to buy universal. It's only worth 33 million. And then he says, "How much is Universal work? Did anyone look it up?" Thirty-three billion. 33 oh, thirty-three. Billion. Thirty-three billion. Sorry, not million, million, not million. Okay, thirty-three. You had me fucked up yeah, there. Yeah, I was yeah, like, no, "Come no, on, no. hold Kanye on." Kanye says, I "I'm going to buy Universal." This is like a side note to himself. I'm going to buy Universal. It's only worth thirty-three billion. And then he's like, uh, "I'm the best producer creator in the universe." Like these are the monikers he's giving himself. First of all, Dr. Dre is still alive and well, so let's fucking back. Right the fuck up. DJ Premier, also alive and well. Do you think Jesus was out there? I'm being serious now. If Jesus existed and that whole story is true, do you think he was out there like hype, hyping himself as Jesus? No, man. He was out there just doing things that people were like, this guy's amazing. So you, so you think when uh, Joe told him... Um you should have taken that medication, whatever the whatever the medication that calmed him down and made him like normal was good advice, or he should be on the medication. I don't know what medication they were trying to give him, and maybe he's right, Kamar. Maybe that medication was meant to make him fat so that he would become unpopular, and because they were trying to discredit him 
I look at like if Matt says he he says I don't want someone on the show, they come on the show. I feel Kanye has to verbalize stuff for it to come true. And it if he if he acquires Universal in five years, say this guy's a crazy genius, or just a, still a crazy <clears throat> asshole. No, there's nothing he could do if if to he make had, you change your mind. Well, just for fun here, can I just just let's just play a game. Uh, Universal is owned by Vivendi, which is a massive French conglomerate that also owns uh, Canal Plus, Daily Motion, just to name a few. They have like revenue last year; they made fifteen point nine billion dollars. That's a lot of cabbage. They have forty billion in assets. I just don't see them handing over Universal Music to Kanye unless he offers them. A shitload more than what it's worth. Dollars or whatever. Yeah, so what are we doing here? This guy's not <laughs> buying fucking universal music. Listen, I Kamar, I have no problem with dreamers. You're never gonna make it big unless you dream big. I get that. I don't know that I'm with you that he's a visionary. <laughs> Just because he's made it to the top of one thing, I always say this like you should be so amped to make it to the top of one thing. If you and he made it to the top, he made it to the top of the music industry, which is also an incredibly tough top to make it to. It's a weird thing to me to then be like, I'm gonna go so far out of my realm, and I'm not talking about fashion. Fashion is whatever. Leader like, of the free world. I think that's where you're going. I'm not. I wasn't even oh. gonna go leader of the free world because that's that's like the most crazy shit. I'm just talking about even him being like, I'm gonna change the world of like architecture. Like yeah. how you've never architecture is so insanely. Name me all the geniuses you know. Personally? No, no, no. In the world. Name all the geniuses. I don't want you to actually do this. I'm just saying, how many of those guys are, are then turning around and running for president? There, uh, Albert Einstein was a genius in, in mathematics mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck he was, physics, whatever he was a genius in. He didn't then say, because I'm a genius in mathematics, I'm going to run the free world. Well, can I ask you a question too? Like what? How many musical geniuses would you say there are? Just all, like in Europe, because this is subjective too, right? Like, like we're starting at Mozart. To, well, yeah, no, to, to like forever in time. Because again, this is subjective. This is about Eddie you. Eddie Van about, Halen. Sure. Like I'm saying, it's, it's it's up to you. So would you say there's 500, 100? Like just take a guess. I don't know. I'll say 100. I would say 100 too in my, in my estimation, in my mind when I think about it. So I mean, you know. I guess there's been a shitload of musicians if you think about it, and 100 is like a very small percentage, but that's still like a, you know, that's a high number. And I don't know that I would want any of them running the free world. Let's put it this way. You know Greta Thurberger? Let's also say this really quick. Hold on one sec. I can't think of anyone I'd want running the free world. Just to also back you up a bit here. That's fair. Just to, to I'll forget about it, Greta Thunberg. Sorry, yeah, keep that in mind, Greta Thunberg. I'm there. Um, when he said, why do houses have to be square... I'm like, well, yeah, why do they? Maybe they don't fucking have to be square. <laughs> there are triangle houses. There are circle houses. Like there, no. Kanye didn't invent anything. What is happening here, Kamar? How did this fucking guy fool you into anything? He's not fooled me. I, before this happened, he said, yeah, I, I thought he was a visionary. Was a, a year ago, I thought he was a genius. I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone in my life who likes Kanye West. Everyone I know hates him. Hey, Kamar. Everyone. Cars, he's cars fucking, can be triangles. Maybe they can. Maybe the whole, they are. But come on, are you? When you say that, you're talking about what they think of him as a person. Because there's a, you know, a lot of people well, that listen that love his but, music. But this is off the uh, Taylor Swift uh, incident. 
however long ago that was like everyone is an asshole at that time i thought he was an asshole it's this the the specific interviews on like on the breakfast club and sway in the morning whatever he did what i heard them and he was just like this just a mile a minute hold on the sway one was a bit egregious slavery they, they, they talked about this justin bieber is a genius yes no okay um no. Who's another genius musician? Maybe me, Michael Jackson. Give me someone. Jay-Z. Is Jay-Z a genius? Yes. Should he be president? Maybe. Like he... Oh, Jay-Z would be way better suited to be president, but I still wouldn't want him being president. None of these people have any business being okay. president. Uh, for, for the presidential I just thing, said he'd be better suited than Kanye. That's for the, all I said. My point is, and this is leaving out the religious part of it, which is fucking so scary in its own right, because then you can just say... This isn't me making the decisions. God's telling me to kill all the white people that's a fair or statement. whatever. That's a fair statement. I think actually that's the most important thing he's brought up is it's one thing for politicians to go out and be like, I'm a God-fearing man and I, you know, and hold up a Bible, which I still think is fucking weird considering that they're supposed to be two completely separate things. This guy's actually going out and saying like, I'm acting, which I guess in reality, if you're super religious. You, Half of them are. Well, it's, listen, Kamar, you're right. It's one thing saying it though out loud, like saying to the world, "I'm I'm not even acting on my behalf." And, I, and I've said I think he's a he has to put stuff out there for it to be possible. Like, yeah. and I think he's I'm not mad at you. Successful. What I just want to say is, um, you were talking about Greta Thunberg. Well, I was just gonna say like Greta Thunberg, not a genius. Well, but some people <laughs> would say she was a genius. Maybe those people would be wrong. Again, that doesn't make her. If she makes. Some bomb ass music and some fucking cool shoes. She's a genius. She will be one of those child stars that does not age well. Was Takeshi Six Nine a genius? No. Okay. It doesn't. At least we have a bar here. I know, but we're playing a stupid game. We are. Here I know because it's semantics of who is actually the genius. It's whether you being a genius in one thing makes you um, suitable to take other people's lives in your hands and make decisions that are going to affect nations. You know, I'll uh, say this. I think how uh, the notion that Obama, mm -hmm. it's his fault that Trump is president, mm -hmm. right? Because of the, the statement at the press gala. I would submit that Trump, it's Trump's fault that Kanye thinks he's going to be president. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, I mean, he says that, yeah. So Because he said, when Donald Trump became president, I realized, yeah. And But some people would blame Reagan for and that. And I think we could have this, uh, you guys just said, there's no fucking way he could be president. It'll be the end of the world. Is that what you're submitting? No, I think the, the empire's fallen already. Yeah, that that the bread and circus that we're even having this discussion means that it's gotten to a point where now if <laughs> it's like bizarro world if he becomes president, mm -hmm. I'll play you, your game. Sure, are you are you driving? Are you leaning into the gun? Like or are you just no, go? This no. is just ridiculous. Oh, for listen, if he becomes president, I just keep plugging away. It's Par for the course at this point, Kamar. What no, are we going to do, it's right? It's no more ridiculous than Donald Trump being president. That's yeah. that's already happened. That bar has been set. I think Simon's right. There's, you have to go a lot higher than that. He can be president. To, he, can. he shouldn't be president. He should not be president. But he can be president. I think there are people way more qualified to be president. I mean, first of all, he's black, so he can't be president as he is. What? He just won't get enough votes. Black people don't get votes. You know this, right? Like Obama, 
Why? Obama was the first president, first black president ever, right? No, but Obama got the votes. Okay, so what was what was the vote? I don't know. Was it a landslide? He he won. Yeah, I know he won. But my point is, is he had to be the perfect orator. He had to be the perfect specimen of human being just to get the fucking 52% that he got is my point. So what I'm saying is I don't think that Kanye being this fucking wild ass rapper is going to get in again because of his skin color. Everything that comes out of his mouth, you just think is is crazy. Not everything. Okay. How could you? I can't. You can't say that. I, 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 um... Because I was saying, if he becomes president and owns Universal, you have to concede. But he, that can't happen because he'd have to. I feel give like up he's an interesting Universal. I feel like he's a child stuck in a man's body. Yeah, he, he was worth at least a billion. You don't believe he's worth five billion? He's worth at least a billion. I would not think he's worth a billion. And I don't think of all the billionaires, how what many makes you think stumble he into said, it? What makes you is, think he's worth a billion? This Just is where curiosity. I didn't get the math because he was in debt. 500,000 or no, some, 50 million. And then he signed the gap deal and now he's a, a multi-billionaire. Like the gap deal was worth that much. I look at it just the same way. How um, much was that gap deal worth? Like, let's do the math here, guys. That gap deal he, would have to be worth like. He was seven, eight, nine, ten billion dollars. I think he was thinking in the same way. Joe Rogan, you could say is worth five billion dollars. If he joined Spotify and their stock went up $5 billion. No, but that's not how that works. on the market. It is sort of how it works. Kamar, Joe is not worth $5 billion. His existence was obviously worth $5 billion. If him moving to Spotify made it go up $5 billion. No Joe Rogan, no increase of $5 billion. You got to admit that. But it's not Joe's money. It's not his money. It's his worth. Can I also say- that valuable. This this just goes, we already know he's an egomaniac, but so- this is from businessinsider.com. West was absent from Forbes's billionaire 2020 list earlier this year, but the publication has since estimated his net worth to be 1.3 billion. Though the publication noted West showed them financial documents claiming he was worth 3 billion. So, I would actually guess that no one knows what he's worth. Those documents just- I'm sure are just screenshots of the stock going up the 2 billion when he did the easy deal or whatever whatever it was. But do you see what I'm saying? He's not actually worth that, but his existence has created that much value. Did you think it was cool when he asked how much the world is worth in comparison to the, the United States debt? Kamara, like how I much, think how much I, is Canada worth? He asks, honestly, he asks fucking like grade nine stoner questions that you seem to think are but like- he's not the a most, stoner. That makes it worse. Joe is like, how would you handle uh, world hunger? Well, the world is like this multifaceted instrument. Like he just goes off on this huge tangent that has nothing to do with what Joe asked. I'm not saying that he made a good case on why he should be president. But I'm saying he's a fucking genius and is right more than he's wrong. And is just like, he, if he had humility. You bought into every th- single thing he said about himself. Every piece of hype that he was trying to get out there, you're just repeating. All, all the God stuff, I can't repeat. Forget like, the God stuff. Well, that's half the shit he Even, said. He's out there bragging that he's like a, a fucking multi-billionaire based on the fact that the stock went up. That That is not how that works, man. But we established that is... That is a way you could look at it. It's a perspective. That is how a crazy egomaniac would look at it. 
I, 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 all that I was somebody know, who is totally out of touch with reality would look at it. Yeah, so, I agree. So if, if he comes out and says, I was, I don't know why I was thinking I should be president. I should just stay in my lane. Then you think he's all right? I should keep making music and keep doing the things that I am justifiably good at, obviously. I think it's super exciting that he has said some big stuff. The presidential thing is the, the one thing, like he boxed an answer. But if he builds a, a, um, a, a church of 200,000 people that sing, like you, whether you care to go to that church or whatever, like... And, and when he talks about that, like building the church and calling the people, like that didn't sound like Elroni to you. Like that, that's, a, that's exactly what Scientology is. It, nothing he said sounded like there was a, a bad intent to it. Everything he said he did was what no, he thinks would make the world a better no place. No cult leader sells bad intent because then why would you ever join his cult? But you think... Like you've just bought in hook, no, line, and sinker. I, well, and you're saying you think he's this evil genius who's going to fuck us all over. I certainly don't think he's like a savior, if that's what you mean. I think he's. I th because I, I don't think saviors call themselves saviors. You think he's a bad person? I don't think he's a great person. You think like? I think he's like. What has he done that's bad? Like we could say why Trump's a bad person, or you could say why Jared Kushner's a bad person. You'll sit there and say they're bad people or whoever, but. Like he's sort of harmless, no? I don't think, I mean, I think it's dangerous that you have this guy who thinks he's like all powerful through God, meaning like God is talking to him. That is like what the old kings used to say, Kamar. They would say, my blood is God's blood. I speak for God. That's not, uh, I don't know, man. That's dangerous what, shit. One of the things I think that, I see why he believes in God and Matthew McConaughey is all right to believe in God, but I, I don't know if we're giving him a hard time, but when he said, I, I did a prayer to feel no pain and then my mother died. And that's sort of like a, oosh, like a light bulb hitting your head. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you cannot just pray for yourself and what you want. So he's now stuck in this. Like, so let's just say if you're a really religious person and then something shitty happens to you, you there has to be a way for you to rationalize that, right? Well, just basically you're praying for... I, because I otherwise then you have to stop believing in God. So you have to say it seems like this a happened because God is telling me this is a sign to make me stronger. So I then go out and to do his word. And he's telling me to run for president and to help all these people. And then tomorrow he's telling me to kill all these people or to hurt all these people. Like, where does it end? Well, you are um, like, maybe this will happen or whatever. I, th I think he has... 100% good intentions and just wants to make the world better. When he was talking about Haiti and the money doesn't go there, you didn't think about, yeah, talk to the Clintons about that. I think a lot of what he was saying is true. I but think you think that, it was, he just no, reads seal boxes and newspapers and has no like it's all cohesion fuck, thoughts. It is all talk. He's never done anything like, as far as I'm concerned, or that I know to like help the world. It seems like he does things to help Kanye. And even when he is helping the world, it's like either TMP, where he needs the credit, nothing is ever anonymous, or it's like um, everything has this subtext of, yeah, I'm starting a church. Attached to it is a clothing company called Sunday School or whatever. I'm making all this cash on the side through something else. 
but I'm doing a good thing. Like that, that's what you do if you're trying to make money. And Kamar, genius at making money, this guy, obviously. Look at his shoes. Like they're the ugliest things in the world and people line up around the fucking corner for him. This guy decides to make a sandal that looks like a cloud and everybody is like, ah, that's so amazing. Like he is a genius for that. I will not take that away from him. But again, just like Trump, just because maybe he's good at building buildings, it doesn't make him equipped to be the president. But the problem with Trump was is he built all those buildings and screwed over contractor for millions and uh, did shady deals or whatever. Like, I don't think Kanye does any of that. If, if it comes out that, I'll just ask you this one question before I forget it. Do you remember Katrina? Hurricane Katrina? When it was Kanye and Mike Myers and they look at the screen. Yeah, and George was, Bush hates black people. At that point, you're like, this guy is crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was, I didn't think he was wrong. <laughs> I, I thought you might say that because no, was, that's a, that is a good point. Come on. I was talking to someone who referenced it and that was their start off point on why is a jackass. I didn't, the, I didn't think he was a jackass for it. I mean, I will say this. It clearly was unscripted because you could see Mike Myers. Well, Mike is Myers it, reaction is like, please. Mike Myers is reading off the teleprompter and he's like, and now to con, whoa. And you could see his second leg. He's like, <laughs> that's not the teleprompter. Yeah. Anyone. Thank God I'm Canadian. Look it up as a reference. So you can be part of this discussion, but I, I, he, we, we gotta get, he's on the clock. He's got 10 years to either become president or go away, or it comes out that he has uh, crazy sex Sorry. cults or um, he doesn't pay his no, bills or, or whatever, or he's, he makes the world a better place. You're right, Kamar, because this, you're right. Like Trump, there, he has no track record of, I guess, fucking people over that I know of. It's simply a feeling I get based on what I've seen so far from him, meaning marrying Kim Kardashian, the whole fucking, the whole deal. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he, you're right. Maybe he is, look, I believe in the universe, okay? I believe that there is something out there that is bigger than us and something is happening. So if you want to call that God, you call it God. But what I'm not doing is like saying, the universe is telling me to do this. So that's okay. This makes this okay because... I bet if you're a billionaire, you would be. And right now, and again, if you want to do that in your own thing, and like the universe or God is telling you to go out and make shoes, all the power to you, bub. Like, do it, man. Go make shoes that look like clouds. I don't give a fuck. But when you want to start making decisions about like countries going to war and all of this, it, like it's you, you have to do better. You got to do better than just fucking wonky ideas. I just want to say two things really quickly. Um, I guess the first thing I'll say is this, Kamar. If you think about Kanye, like you mentioned the Taylor Swift thing earlier. Um, it speaks volumes. Like someone else did that years before. Do you remember who? Someone else in Mike the rap D. game? Did Mike D? No, do it was uh, Adam Horton. MCA. MCA did it. Oh, did he? But he did it as Nathaniel Hornblower. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that. That's not, but I think that was set up. I think MTV set that up. I don't think. No. I, okay. But that's not even what no, I was talking about. you've seen the documentary, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. He totally. Okay. Fine. Apart, but anyways. Either way, that's not what I was talking about, but that's a good example. Fine. But you know what I mean is he does it and it's like a, it's fun and it's not as like, but I was talking about Old Dirty. Yes. 
he did the same thing. See what I mean? And and there, but there was something almost endearing about when old Dirty did it versus when Kanye did it. And I'm I'm trying to think in my head like, what is it? Now maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you looked at the way old Dirty did it and you're like, what a piece of shit. But it just seemed to me like when old Dirty did it, it didn't get the rap that when Kanye did it. The wrath. Well, that too. Yeah. Like Kanye was uh, public enemy number one from it. Yes, for sure. And he has. Well, just always apologizes. Just, just answer your question. I think it's just rock and roll. So I, lo I, lo I love that shit. Fair enough. And um, I think he's uh, apologizing for atone for it. But I, what I find is I remember Kanye West on much music, Canada's MTV, and he was uh, wearing like pastel coats, like so not rap. It was so like back then it was G Unit and Beggy. Like he was so different. And he was so full of himself with no success. So I find him uh, amazingly consistent. That's fine. Th this, this person, which I trust. I trust that people are like. So this is the story he tell. Oh, can I just real quick? I had two things there. That was it. This is, and then I'm, I read most of this Forbes article really quickly about him being, um, he, first of all, bullied them into writing this article saying he's a billionaire. Well, he said that on the podcast. Okay, yeah. So that's good to know. Uh, Honest. Then, Honest. Th then they go on to say that he does indeed own 100% of Yeezy, but he gets 15% of revenue, which last year would have only been $140 million, which is still, that's a great year. No joke. I'm way more than I make. Uh, a bit more than I make. Um. <laughs> But that does not make him a billionaire is what they're saying. And it's not guaranteed money and you can't guarantee any of this. Like next year, Yeezy could be not the hottest thing ever. And he's on the clock. Well, my point is it just, I don't, I have a problem looking at someone who's like a, a God fearing Christian, but at the same time will bully a publication into saying they're a billionaire. It just doesn't line up for me. That's my, that's one of my issues. I know you look at it as consistency and that's fine. You're entitled to like your view. I'm not shitting on you for it. I, I don't necessarily understand it, but I'm just saying how I see it. I don't see it as like a, a consistent narrative, like God speaking through me and God's telling me to call to text Forbes and tell them that Kylie Jenner's on their list, but I'm not. And that's bullshit. Like, I think if there is a God, he's got bigger fucking fish to fry than this is. This was his anecdote that he gave Joe. He said, I was in line at the airport in the first class waiting to go in. I nearly threw up. So I'm in line at the airport waiting to go in. And we see that the coach line is moving fast, but our line is moving slow. So me and this other guy, we get out of the first class line and we get into the coach line and we just get on the plane. Hold on. but No, no, it was more than that. Christian. Hold on. It was also the ego shit because he goes, he was a surgeon, a doctor. Thinker, me and him. Congratulations! Like, first you of all, you're in. You're in the first. You're in the first class line, dummy. They, this story is already fucking bonkers. You know. He just butted his way to get on the plane sooner, and maybe if you flaw. No, but he looked at it like that was part of his genius. Like, Joe, don't you see these other rubes? These first-class rubes, they weren't willing to get out of the first-class line because then it showed they weren't first-class. But me, I'm a fucking billionaire, and I can get out of line and stand with the people and get in faster. Look how fucking smart I am. He's a man of the people. And the fact that he can think like that, like, and he doesn't see the disconnect, is so scary. 
And the fact that you would support a guy who can't see that disconnect, like that's why that's where we are, you know? Yeah, 100%. And like I said, he has to get caught embezzling money, like just doing something. And then once again, as we've seen time and time again, the egg will be on my face. No, no. But I think you guys are 100% wrong about him. And he's on the clock. He's either got to pull off, make the world a better place, undeniably. Undeniably that you can't say, if Kanye West exists, the world would be a lesser place. If he can pull something, I don't know what that is. And I know a bunch of things he says he's going to do won't be it. But I, I'm, I'm standing by Kanye. Here, here, I will say this. I'll say this, okay? I, like I said before, I believe that all the governments are corrupt and they're all terrible, okay? So maybe if Kanye did become president, he would do things differently. I guess that's the idea, right? Like everybody says they're going to do things differently, but he would really do things differently. Trump was going to do things differently, but he just did everything status quo, you know? So what? I just... When he watches this special JFK assassination, everything changes. And if, if he... Do you guys think he's ever going to actually become president? No. But I'll put it... I'll I don't think so well, either. I, if you would ask me if I thought Donald Trump was going to become president, I would have been just... Like, that's just Depends as when you crazy ask me. But if you asked me if Donald Trump was going to be president, I said, yes, he's going to be. No, but just the idea of him running, well, you said he was going to be. Okay. Hold on, wait, and wait, wait. I don't wait. think Kanye's going to be president. Hold on. You said Donald Trump was going to be once he started running. Yeah. It wasn't four years but, before. No, but everyone else is saying, there's no way. He, this is before he even got into the uh, convention to run be president. Is this why you backed Donald Trump? Because you said because you were right on picking him as a pony? Called it. Wow, what a Called terrible it, way to what? live politically. No, it's just uh, a la Kanye. Like, I was right about something when everyone else was saying the opposite. But I guess that was just a fluke. And now every other thing people say, I just got to agree with it. And I, it's not like I'm sitting here going, I'm going to sit here and convince you guys. I know your positions on Kanye. I knew your position before. I was the only one looking forward to it. But I'm asking you a hundred times. Is there anything that could happen that he could do? They may, holy fuck, he is a genius. He's, I, I think he probably is a genius at marketing. What is his David Blaine floating from the balloons moment? But hold <laughs> well, on, this is what I hate it. too. This is Becoming hate. president will be a big deal. Hold on. But you'll be concerned. I'll be convinced that he could make something happen. Yeah, okay. That he's not just a guy who's out there fucking... He's on the clock. This is what I hate, though, is like, you just said maybe he's a genius in marketing. Maybe he isn't. Maybe there's five geniuses in marketing around him, like he said he would do if he was trying to fucking run the... Like, keep in mind, do you think he actually designs Yeezys? All we have, Matt, yeah. all we have is the scoreboard, right? Like Kamar said. And I mean, listen, if he's actually worth three billion, then he's winning. right now... As far as music, producing, and clothes go, he's up on the scoreboard. And even though he has, to use, changed so drastically from doing the song Little Pump to now only doing religious music, there's a song about just fucking chicks and whatever, mm -hmm. um, maybe a person can decide to make a change, but for the change to be seen, it, it takes a lot longer. And I, I feel there are actions by this crazy guy that are really going to, like, 
and if nothing else, inspire people. If he was out there, Kamar, if it, if he had come on Rogan and he was like, even if he was talking about the God and never talked about the fact that he was worth this and this and I'm so great because I'm worth all this money, I maybe I believe him. But like the fact that he's still jerking his ego so much when his whole thing is I'm in service of God, but he obviously is like all he does is still big himself up. Like nothing has changed there except now he's saying I'm bigging myself up in the service of God. It almost sounds like, like saying that's insane, man. It, it, that's like even worse than saying um, I'm listening to God. <laughs> that's like God's telling me I'm the guy, and look at me, look at me. Um, I think you're saying if you believe in God, you can't be rich. No, I just, do you really have to go at, like, I thought part of it was being humble. Isn't that one of the tenets? I think it's of, forgiveness. Uh, that's the only one. It's just well, no, forgiveness. That's the biggest one. I died for your sins. I'm pretty sure being humble is on there. I don't think it's yeah. a commandment. Well, it, well, these are the big ones. Anyways, anyways, we're getting caught up with semantics. I understand what you're saying. I just think you can believe in God to be rich. I, I also think you can believe in God and be rich. He, but you can't use it hand in hand? No, he, you didn't think it was gross how he was talking about like his billions of dollars and like he's still acting Dude, like the amount the, of times he name dropped the rap game, but he's just transitioning it now to the religious game. I it's think weird, he feels man. oppressed just like when you hear Joe Budden, a multimillionaire, talk about how the system's against him or whatever. Anyways, I would have much preferred this podcast. If Joe was an audiophile and we just talked about tracks, I mean, obviously we were going to get that. And if uh, Kanye went in a deep dive about aliens and what he thinks is going to happen, that would have been a great question of interest. Or if they talked about ancient civil, you know what I mean? More like a post Malone. Okay. I would have loved, yeah, like let's talk about the South Park fish sticks for two minutes. You know what I mean? I would have loved any rap talk, but we never were going to get well, that. Well, no, no, never. This was not a fucking conversation. Nope. This was not a real conversation. Nope. This was something weird on the Joe Rogan show. It wasn't a conversation. The was whole a rant. Time, the whole time this was going on, I was just like, what are, what are we doing here? Why, why yeah. is Joe letting this happen? Why are we just giving this guy three or whatever? I don't know how long this was. It seemed like a long yeah, time. Just to come on and like, and, and not only that, but Joe's like, pumping him up for going on these weird fucking side things to derail the conversation. Like it's easy not to answer the question asked when you answer it with a different question that you have an answer to that has nothing to do with the question. I don't think I was given enough credit that he kept saying, maybe you think it's just his uh, disarming technique, but sorry, I'm rambling. Like it, it was, he, he, you know, he conceded, I'm, I'm not making total sense here. But the like, only time Joe took control was at one point he was like, okay, look, I asked you this question. You went on your tangent. Let's put a cap on it. And then Kanye was like, we don't say cap here, which where? In Joe's studio? Like, Joe says whatever the fuck he wants. So Joe was like, okay, well, put a end to the symphony and Kanye seemed to like that like in his craziness you know then he started using that okay and then he'd go on his rant and he'd be like okay that will put an end to the what, what I, like it was just dude it was weird the whole thing was weird you were watching like you think you were watching genius i think you were watching like no no exactly what the don't worry about what we think i'm watching about, just worry about uh, you thought you were watching 
I honestly liked it. And I can totally see why you guys don't like it. And I don't have to like everything you liked. You, you, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about. That Shoot. So let me get to them. Bring now. it on. Thanks. Um, Joe, could he have worn a more dad shirt to meet Kanye? At least he wasn't wearing one of his wife's shirts. No, he, no seriously, though. Like, Joe has some okay, cool shirts. Some, like... Uh, I don't know. Some of his shirts he wears where it's like a garage or something that somebody's given him. I'm like, that's okay. But he wore the most Jerry Seinfeld half button up sweatshirt, t-shirt thing. Like, Do you think Joe's a good dresser though? No, I don't. Think I don't he's think he's either. No. Look, I don't think I'm a great dresser. I don't think Joe's a great dresser. I think he dresses his age. I think if Jamie had been around, maybe he would have been like, Joe, you got to throw on a fucking... Everything I assume Joe's wife... Buys all of his clothes that are not given to him by. Yep, I think so. Like companies, free yeah. t-shirts from friends to promote That's something, it, yeah. and he wears the one stretch of jeans and meundies. That's it. So there's tops are for the. Anyways, if lady. I was interviewing Kanye, even me, I'm a fucking loser, obviously. But if I was interviewing Kanye, I'd wear a cool shirt. I'd wear some artist that I thought was cool or something that I. I would try and impress him because I think he is a fashion guy, you know? But I mean? he came in dressed like Grimace. Yeah, he was just wearing something weird. He was wearing something weirder than he usually wears. Usually he wears like a t-shirt. It's like he dressed up in a very dad way to interview Kanye. Well, maybe I mean, he, Kanye maybe, loves that dad shit. Maybe yeah. he maybe, asked him. Maybe, maybe he knew. Because remember he said in his post, uh, Joe's going to let me set up the studio. Maybe he's like, wear the shirt I want him to wear. So Bruce and Brandon Lee both murdered? Hold on, you just brought that up though. That's a great thing. He lied about that right away. What? Yeah, we, I was putting, uh, you know, beads or or whatever. Because he came out and he was like, "Joe's gonna let me design his studio for when I'm in there." That's just a blatant lie. Like that was a unless it was just dressing Joe. No, the t-shirt my choice. I wish they showed he had his Instagram of Joe wearing those tongueless, laceless. It seems <laughs> like a flex to me. Whatever like it is. I'm coming on Joe's show, he's making me do it at his studio, even though I'm Kanye and I'm from God. It was verbose. Is that the word? I'm going to redecorate. Excusable. Verbose? No. Okay, I guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Anyways. you wanted to but the Brandon, Brandon Lee, Brandon, Brandon Lee, Lee, Jason Bruce Lee. Lee, Bruce Lee. Sorry. I had heard that Brandon Lee had maybe been murdered. I didn't know that Bruce Lee. Did you that you had heard that conspiracy no. theory before? Well, it, since it came from Kanye, it's crazy. Okay. I'm okay with Kanye being crazy. I'm okay with Kanye being crazy and doing fashion. I'm okay with Kanye being crazy and doing music. It's the presidency and the being crazy, Kamar. Like, yeah. Well, if it comes down to, I don't see how it'll ever happen. I, I, because I don't think Kanye will make a good president doesn't mean that it's like an Alex I don't Jones like thing. some of his. I don't think Alex Jones would be a good president. But, but but no, but he's right about some things. He's crazy about other things. Sure. Okay. Anyway, anyways, the Lees. Um, the I had never heard that before. I just thought maybe you guys have. Okay. Um, then he said that uh, they. I don't know if he said this, but he was talking about um, how they killed Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. And maybe he was alluding to the fact that they had used weaponized cancer to kill Bob Marley. Maybe. Have you heard that? Or are you just... Well, I'm. it would be the same weaponized cancer that they would have used to kill Castro. 
or tried to kill Castro with. Remember this whole story? Yeah. But I heard he stepped on a nail and just didn't want to go to the hospital. Well, I mean, I heard it was a soccer thing. He heard it playing soccer. But again, of course, we would hear these rumors if the CIA had killed Bob Marley. And especially that far removed. But that was would have been right around the same time, I think. As winds of change? No, as they were trying to The winds had already changed. Kill Castro. I mean, that might very well make sense. And Kanye was saying that he was worried that they were trying to kill him when he was in the hospital. And then he said that when he was in the hospital, they gave him the drugs. Because Joe was really trying to find out, like, why did you let them put you in the hospital? Because that's a really good question, right? Which never got an answer, by the way. Of course not. Like, what happened there? Kanye is a grown man. What was the breakdown? You need to be committed to the hospital, either by your family... But then you still, they still have to be able to uh, prove that you are unable to. A danger to yourself right? or society like, or something like that. But do you think yeah. that's possible for or someone the, like this to, to not do? Or the police have to take you in. <clears throat> so which one was it? He didn't tell us what either. And then Joe said, so what drug did they give you? He didn't know what the drug they gave him, but he knew that it made him fat. And. Maybe, maybe they gave him a drug that made him fat. Maybe they give you those drugs to get you out of the game. Okay, look, let's say Kanye is... um, Hold on. Can I just, can we back up one second here? Since you and I are in the, this guy's a fucking egomaniac, we're certain they're not trying to kill him, right? I know you're a CIA druthers guy, but let's be fucking serious here. This guy is not... He might have his fashion thing. He is nowhere near culturally as important as Bob Marley in any way, shape, or form. Kanye West? Yes. The running for president thing might be a real problem. This was pre this that's, is pre all this. So let's throw so, that out the fucking window right that, away. Throw that out the window. Probably not trying to kill him. But But you could see where his ego in like I am on Bob Bob Marley level. Now keep in mind, he made way more money. But Go the ahead. CIA. We can only say that once Kanye is dead, and we wonder what Bob Marley, how he survived, would be like today. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, like, as far as the time, the era. Bo- okay, sure. The, the, right. the effect on music I culture. Is Bob Marley is bigger for sure. Yeah, I get it. You're you're right. Like more, he's more important culturally. Yeah, than and Kanye I get was. I get it. Kanye might make more money, but and you're right. Kanye's also not done. Maybe ten years down the road, people will be like, "Oh my god." Let's say Kanye or whoever any artist is super famous and they have a huge platform and they're saying things that the uh, powers that be do not like. They can either kill you. That's one option, or they can discredit you. That's another option. They discredit you by either catching you in a compromising situation or maybe in this case, getting you committed to an insane asylum, giving you drugs that make you fat. Just hear me out. What is happening right now? Just hear me out. Giving you drugs that make you fat to get you out of the game because nobody is going to think you're cool. The only reason they would want to do that is if he was 100% spot on, though. That's my own problem. Again... Him being a, him talking about black people's rights and maybe the story being wrong, again, that may be right. That doesn't make him presidential material. That's... No, if it 
is trying to get rid of him. Yes. Make some presidential material. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. In your opinion, I, I can only have it one way. If it is trying to get rid of him, he's the man for the job. A lot of... That's not what you're trying to say, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. But then Barry Seals could have been the man for the job too then. Barry Seals. Yeah. Well, cause it killed him, right? Well, he was, he was exposed. I'm just, but I'm just, that's what yeah, I'm asking yeah, it, on that criteria. hundred well, percent. Okay. So just, just want to know where we're killed by the CIA is now presidential material. No, but is better than the CIA. Okay. I'll agree with that. Kanye's better than the CIA. Kamar, <laughs> Kanye's better than all the other presidents out there. He's better. It doesn't make him, he shouldn't be running for president. Yeah, we, we all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But you keep, you keep making it seem like, because I don't think he has any business running for president, that he shouldn't be making music. No. Okay. You, uh, we were caught up on you saying he talks a lot about his money, but then he's a, a servant of the God. Like there. Well, I mean, I think there's a huge disconnect there. I think it's like... Um, Shit, uh, sorry, I'm so stupid. Uh, I think it's like he's not, he's saying one thing, meaning another. It's like Joel Osteen or Jimmy Swagger. Can yeah. I play Diablo Avocado for a sec? Yeah, it's like ungenuine, disingenuine. Could you argue maybe that, um, I that in, this, in this current world that we live in, the only way you could really like move, like start a movement is with a ton of money? So like maybe if God really was in his ear, maybe God is like, you have to make billions of dollars in order for me to spread my word. Cause I've been trying to spread my word for like the last hundred years quietly in subways and no one's listening to me. I'm listening. Yeah, I guess I just think it's again, I'm playing fucking, you I know, think I don't a buy true this leader would come on Joe Rogan. If they had a great message, they would tell their message. They would talk to Joe Rogan. Like he was a human being. Not what Kanye did. This at was all. not a conversation. He would have not gone in there and been like, Hold on. I'm the greatest. I'm the best. He Hold just on. would have been like, this is my message. This is why you should vote for me. This is why you should trust me. Hold on. Back up. If he's learned anything, Bernie did that. Out. Well, that, Tulsi did that. I was about out. to say that. Was about Yang to say did that. that out. So what, what <laughs> Kanye's no plan is, is now. Yeah, Kanye's plan is probably like, okay, well, these three did exactly what I'm not going to do. I'm going to go on and act like Donald Trump. I'm going to say whatever I want to fucking verbal diarrhea say. I'm going to fucking push God because that's the base I'm going for. I'm not going to say the word abortion because that's also the base. You know what I mean? Now he's on Joe Rogan. He's right wing. He'll be withdrawing from the race in two weeks. And you can bet sure because he's been on Joe Rogan, he will never be president. So that's out of the equation. If he becomes president this time around. Uh, In... uh, 2020. Four weeks? Yeah, four weeks. If he becomes president, Not then, happening. then I will say, Kamar, you are right. He th- Coming on Joe Rogan and doing what he did was pure genius mm-hmm. because it obviously won him the election. And I'll agree with you completely. But if you're telling me this appearance here and what he did here was this long play for 2024... Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's his personality. I, and even, sorry, go ahead. I, I'm just, I'm not sitting here saying you guys are crazy. He should be president. I'm not saying that. I don't think he should be president. I never, I didn't get that. And from it you. more goes down the road of when people say, why the fuck would you want to be president? And he's so crazy. He wants to accomplish everything. If somehow, some way he does become president, um, he'll regret it. Oh yeah, it's only his ego. It. Yeah, I I'm agree. not sitting here saying you guys are crazy. He's the next leader of the free world. I'm just saying he thinks 
bigger than anybody. Like Steve Jobs is here. Like he's a, and he's accomplishing. It just worries me. Like one day, like fucking Justin Bieber is going to decide he wants to be like prime minister of Canada. Oh, it'll happen. And he's going to be voted in because the guys who are just Just like. Just because his name is Justin. Well, Trudeau got in. Yeah. But that's just, isn't that as equally as crazy as Kanye being president of the United States? I'd have to have uh, Justin Bieber on Joe Rogan. And how Maybe Bieber comes in and he's like, uh, legal coke. I don't know what to say. And then boom, he's in. Um, okay. How about. Uh, no, no. Let's finish this up. Let's wrap this up. You only have three more pages. We got to finish this. This was supposed to be a one-hour podcast. Oh, yeah, just but just some of the things he said, like, I'm just going to say, you know, he's talking about his school, and he's like, yeah, our school is the the NASA of humanity. Like, and Then he stopped him. He said, no offense to NASA. There are little moments. That if he was 100% what you guys said he is, there'd be none of these. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. There wouldn't be. Okay. There? No, because I think that's part of the act. That's a deadlock there. <laughs> and then he kept holding Disney up as this like genius. Like, no, no, he was the design of Disney's city. No, no, he did. He used Disney as like well, yeah, but a then he was shitting on a bunch them. of times. Well, he should be shitting on them. Or what about the example when he said the guy invented the mall? It was a whole thing, oh, no, but no. they just took the mall. He's shitting on the way they made the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, no, no, but Walt Disney as yeah, a yeah. person. He's holding up as a, and I'm pretty sure he was like a Nazi sympathizer. So just put not pretty sure. I agree with him a hundred percent when he said the the new Disney's are garbage. I'll believe I'll agree with him a hundred percent when he talked about the holistic medicine, Kamar. I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. When the you know it's like they wrote that out of the narrative, or it wrote that out of the narrative. It wrote what, the, the drugs we need to have to survive. Yeah, and that anybody who does like homeopathy homeopathy or anything like that is a fucking wackadoo where other countries still use that stuff much more regularly than they use pills and whatnot. So look, we, like I said to Matt last week, if they're trying to keep it from you, chances are it's probably pretty good. Agreed. Like the electric car. Like the electric car. Like the electric Car. So, I mean, look, if Kanye really got in and did all of those things, I just don't know if he can be trusted to do that. No one knows. Except for Kanye. All right, Matt, we're done. What do you, go ahead. Just what do you guys think Joe's honest opinion, which we'll never know. That's okay. Because of Kanye. I have one thing. I have, I have one thing in closing. And like this episode for me, um, this was like the full on, this podcast just is never going to be what it used to be. Oh, it's be. over. Oh, I said that. No, no, I know. But for me, this was it. This was the last nail in the coffin. There had to be more pushback from Joe or more control. It just, I like, I, it's like you said, I know that in the past three weeks from now on an episode with like all the guys, he'd be talking about how crazy Kanye was. What did you want? Or wanna- they'd be joking about, you know, like Segura would come on and they'd have a good laugh or Joey would come on and they'd, I just don't, that's absolutely never going to happen. He's never going to talk anything. The fact that he released that Instagram post being like, I think you guys are going to be really like, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm a, I agree with you. I think. Um, it was depressing. 
I think I agree with you. I think this, yeah, it's, it's become a circus. But, w- but on that note, what did we want Joe to do? Like, what was the right way for him to handle? Keep finding it? obscure people. No one's ever listened no, to. No, 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 Talk no. About interesting You thing. have Kanye on. Uh, like, let's say you have Kanye on. Push back. What do you care? He's not going to come in again. You're not going to get other rappers. Well, you the, don't have a lot of rappers. The, this so. Is, so that's my question. So what did we want Joe to do when push back when Kanye was talking crazy talk, which apparently you don't think he was talking. But there I, were times I just think where back Joe should have pushed back. I just think back to someone like Adam Ruins Everything, who I use as an example. Like, he wasn't even... If you go back and listen to that, all he was saying was like, I just think we should try to be maybe more inclusive, but it doesn't really bother me that much one and way Adam or the other. Was measured. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't talking uh, a mile a minute. And Joe was such a... Like, Joe had no problem being like, no, you're fucking wrong. And Both you, during Sober October. And you'd think that just at some point during this episode... Well, what if he was fucked up for this interview? I did hear some ice clinging, but that could have just been like a... Maybe it was Brian fucking yeah, turning his mic on, getting no hammered way, back there. Um, yeah, I like, what did Joe really think of that episode? I, we'll I, never know. No, I, don't I, think, I don't think we'll ever I know. I have to know, because... Because like, I even think back to Tom DeLonge, which was in the thousands. So that's like 500 episodes ago. He had no problem. Well, he was at to lunch or whatever. Tom DeLonge was way more sane than Kanye was. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, you did not think that. Yeah, That's at the right. time, even you That's were like, right. this guy's yeah. fucking batshit so, crazy. But, but <laughs> to that end, now I think I've come even full circle and Tom, Tom DeLonge, is it, no, is CIA. Well, I've got... <laughs> Everyone's CIA on the planet. It would be sad as they would be revealed to him. That I'm CIA. And I'm CIA yeah. too. The best is that he's going to be like, well, I'm DIA, DEA, yeah. and you're both under arrest. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's the long The long con, con yeah. This is my favorite so part, though, uh, despite what's happened with Joe Rogan and where it may never go again, is when we uh, listen to a podcast, watch a podcast, and completely disagree. I, I mean, I think it's usually the same topics but it's very important to me when like do you think 95 percent of people who watch this is when this guy is crazy if you had to give a percentage on this episode of kanye like of talking when he was making sense oh and when he wasn't making sense what would you give it Legitimately, like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, 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 I know, yeah. Say when he said, "There's a billion people on the internet, but nine million people on the planet. We're not so connected yet." We, we say, "I'm just uh, suggesting that as a fact." Is Joe had asked him what his favorite color was. That's how he got to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd say uh, like twenty five percent of what he said. Yeah, seventy thirty. That's generous. I, I didn't think it'd be that high. No, he had plenty of shit. Come on, he's he a human. He's a human being. Like I don't, I, I don't even. I can't even sit here and say he's like crazy because, listen, we're all a bit fucking loopy. I can't sit here and like he's not totally. I think he's more unhinged than most people for sure. But I also think, I think it's tough to be. And again, this is where I'll use the word genius. I think it's there's a lot of musical geniuses that are on that like spectrum, and I think he might be. That's all. And maybe the money has made him... Lot, lots of times money makes people crazy. I think it's 60-40. 60-40. Fair M- enough. In what favor? 60 that he's making a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. We... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're the other way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just to like, clarify. No, he has a question. Maybe. Well, yeah, I know. I just, wanted to, I just really wanted to hammer home where we were at. He said it like he was with us. Oh, I knew he was 60 not making yeah. sense. 40 making yeah, no. sense. But he gave it an extra 10. You yeah. Know? yeah. Can we rate this then? 
We must. We know what I'm rating it. I'm rating it a four. I give it a four as well. Now, keep in mind. I Hold on. Just hear me out. Just wait. Simon, you have to admit that people should listen to this episode, right? I do not think so. Oh, okay. Um, I think at least for the circus, like, you go to the circus, right? Yeah. So listen to a couple of minutes of it. I think you'll, it's inspiring. You'll get the idea. Um, I think you should listen to it. Uh-huh. I um, For many reasons. Make your own opinion up. It was my least favorite podcast maybe ever on Joe Rogan. Listen, I know exactly where you're at because listening to this, I was just like... It, and watching Joe lose control and not be able to like... And not do it. But, it's just so fucking... But hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I will say this. There's something to be said about feeling away when you listen to a podcast. And like for the whole three hours, I felt away. You know what I mean? Like you can listen to a lot of three-hour Joe Rogan podcasts where you hear it and like you're just like, yeah, I listened to it. I got the points, but like I didn't... It didn't hit me one way or the other. I just... Ah. This one, like, you know, you there was a visceral... I felt like you listening to it had to have had a visceral reaction at a lot of points. As soon as he like start, sorry, go ahead, come on. I'm just saying I said it's a four because long waited, whatever, but it wasn't a great conversation. Terrible. It, it wasn't, was, a, it it wasn't was, a conversation. It wasn't, and I wish Kanye had more control over himself to like not run off, but I just think. But see, this is my. He's like that or he's nothing. But this is my problem. Is this but I'm is, still giving it a four. This is where Joe used to be like a almost a better interviewer yes is he yeah. used to be able to he used to have the power that like alpha male mentality it in. precisely which is why someone was like i think you should be the one like after hearing this i would never want joe moderating the debate between biden so and Kanye gets a four joe gets a three <laughs> simon you give it a two is that what you said i don't remember no i mean i don't even know what to give it yeah i guess a two it was one of my least favorite episodes ever i guess i could see why some people would like it I just like I didn't like this, but it's getting a four I, I, because I hope you like it for the right reasons and not because. Um... Could you imagine seeing Kanye have a relaxed, almost disaffected attitude? I don't imagine he gets invited to a lot of dinner parties. No, I, I think it's like all the time. You think it's an act, whatever. Did you hear? Sorry, maybe. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. Hopefully, twenty years from now, when he's older, he'll. Reflect and be able to talk coherently without just constantly racing through everything. We I'll look- put it to you this way. One last thing for me, and then I'll let you go, and then we can be done. I hope that, I don't know. I hope that he, if he is worth $5 billion, that he truly does, at least if he's going to throw that money away, that he at least tries to make the world a better place. Whatever better he thinks that is, you know, all the power to him. I, I don't really know what to say other than that. I... I just don't know. Well said. Kind of a lighter. I bet you that like um, when Elron was trying to sell his religion and when the Jonestown guy was trying to sell his religion, it all sounded really good and like really innovative ideas and I'm going to do this because Xenu is telling me to and he's going to lead us all to here and we're going to blast off to outer space and it sounds amazing. And it's... Scripting a story is easy. That's it. So like you said, Kamar, he's on the clock. He's on the clock. 
You heard it here first. He's on the clock. We gave Kanye like a full fucking hour and a half, pretty much. Um, That's it, right? We're done. Can we do a fucking poster and get the fuck out of here? Thank you guys so much. If you made it this far, unreal. Nobody made it this far. No way. This, 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 you could not put this down. This was a page turner. <laughs> I says, comment a as page Kanye over here <laughs> rating is this. This was a 10. 10 Jamie's for this episode. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They are both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow this guy, Kamara, on Instagram. At Kamara Bar for the weather. Uh, don't follow Simon. There we go. Um, we have a Reddit. If you want to join in the conversation, it's reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Um, like I said, join, jump in, talk yeah, shit. I think someone complained about the seating arrangements. Yeah, they have OCD. They're going to have to deal with it. Not this much, is, not, this is yeah, the seating there's arrangement. There's not much we can do about that. Really sorry. Um, what else? What else? The most important thing is the Patreon because we're being shadow banned and we want to no. keep this thing. This is pirate radio. <laughs> we're against it. Uh, there is a Patreon. It's <laughs> patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join for as little as $5 a month. 200 hours or something on there. Yeah, there's a lot of content. Uh, for that uh, $5 a month, you get the post show on Tuesday with the regular episode. You also get three or four episodes of This Won't Age Well, the series where we go back, we listen to old episodes, and we do what we do in the normal show. We're up to about 55 throwback episodes now so if you do join you have 55 episodes to go back and listen to what's wrong Simon nothing my face hurts oh I'm very sorry um and then the YouTube if you want to watch the show we uh you can see our ugly mugs it's youtube.com slash j-r-e-e podcast join in our quest to get to 1,000 subscribers so that we can start making 15 cents off each episode I'm concerned about the YouTube why because it's all so positive if you watch those good YouTube, there's a lot of hate. Yeah. Give it time. It's so uh, positive. All thumbs up. To you, yeah. People like you. No, no, no. There's a lot of negative no. towards me, usually. No, there's one person who has it. Well, there's a you. German person that fucking despises me, and I, don't, I think and it's hilarious. I think it's I got, a crush. I got brought in on your shit. We're in it together now, man. Sorry, 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 subscribe sorry. to YouTube. Go to your friend's house. Put it in the browser. Like, shadow ban. What more can I say? If you uh, if you listen, we love you. Uh, we're celebrating two we're years. Being shadow no, we're not. We being, are being shadow. Banned. No, we're not being fucking shadow banned. Everyone, shut the fuck up. Join the Patreon. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week weekend. Stick around for the post show, and as usual, keep your eyes open.